Hello and welcome to episode 322 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have my two co-hosts, Jeremy. I'll be running. Justin. This is last time a game player. Tiramisu. Tiramisu. Is this your downtown song? Downtown! Okay. All right. Jeremy. My, my chair just popped in an unusual yeah we were <laughs> oh yeah i keep remembering yeah. i gotta Did bring in that other one text you or yeah or i'll uh try to remind <laughs> me every couple weeks it's fashion. like oh yeah <laughs> we remember all the little idiosyncrasies with matt's room um what's going on man? hey i'm curious was there a patch what i feel like there was a patch or something not that i know no okay nothing nothing they're doing Something. some stuff. Beast. I mean, the Hearthstone yeah. expansion launch. Maybe. Maybe they were they're trying. You gotta get some tokens or something to unlock a mount. I think. Oh, is that how they get you're WoW players those, to play Hearthstone? You're running those. Uh, yes. Time is this things. What? what? No. Oh, this know. is in WoW. So you have wow. to run the time. I know there was uh, something that was unlocking like a, a mount you could get playing Hearthstone, like a new one. I think. Oh, that well, I, don't I don't know. Know anything about that? Maybe not. I did see, so. That's bullshit. I started, so. I started playing Heroes I of the Storm. I assume that's not true, everybody. <laughs> I started playing Heroes of the really? Storm. I saw somebody on a Hearthstone card as though it were a magic rug or a flying carpet. What character were they? Stitches. Well, it seems to me that they probably got it from Hearthstone somehow. Oh, that's right. They all, everybody can wear a mount. Yes. Yes, yes. Yep. And I, I don't Step know. Move. Good song. I don't know where that came from. Stefan. The 60s. No. It's oh. Stefan Wolf. <laughs> well, no, because it's P's. It's Stefan One Wolf. P is silent. Steppen. Two P's means then it F's. Would be, it would still be Stefan Wolf. I mean, technically it would be Stephen Wolf. I'm not, not going to tell you how to pronounce the Greek Orthodox <laughs> language. <laughs> Good. Yeah, <laughs> that would probably be a terrible lesson. <laughs> Thank you. I found this website the other day, and it's like there's a whole internet of it. No, so <laughs> something it's got all these. Upon one of those, it's got all these Greek Greek letters, words written in Greek letters, and it's like click that's play a, that's and a fraternity. No, it's it, full it, words, not just three letters. Yeah. yeah, it's like click play, and it'll tell you how to pronounce them. So <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought it said in, in Greek letters, "click play." Like it, it did. <laughs> I know how to read. That. Oh, okay. No, not really. So I click play, and the guy just starts reading them off. But nowhere on the website does it tell you what they mean. He's just saying them. He's just saying them. He's just reading them That's aloud. Kind of cool. And I was like, is it "Like, does it go along with the words on the screen? You can tell which." One I mean, you can it. tell like. Like when there's a Galaga, when there's a, a pie, it makes a piece. That's a video game. Uh, no, it's Centipede. It's Greek. A, a lowercase omega Galaga. is making like <laughs> missile an command o sound. Those aren't missile Greek. Command. And I realize sound Greek. as I'm as I'm reading them, I'm like, you know, if if I I know the ones from math, and if I know what they're called, I kind of already know what their sound is. I can read some of these. I don't know what they mean though. Yeah. Oh, I remember old cosine. Cosine theta, and Pythagorean yep. theorem. But that doesn't. <laughs> that was his full name. It's, there's a theta <laughs> next to that cosine. He's what theorems were named for. That's what the P stands for. Is Pythagorean. <laughs> Pythagorean. Um, 
So I don't know about time walking mount. Is there a time walking mount? I, I know, know that they're doing like, like seven hundred or something. Well, they're they're something doing like a special thing where you can get like uh, so. There was a fishing quest outside Shatrath in uh, Burning Crusade, and when you finished it, you would get a bucket, and in the well, you would get a fishing backpack or something, and in it could be a bucket that was a, a pet alligator. A pet bucket. <laughs> it would have a pet. One a of chance four to get a pet alligator. Yeah, you didn't get it every time, and they but were you actually could do this thing over and over. You could do it every day. It was a, it was your fishing daily. Okay, in oh, uh, Burning Crusade, that's what happened. Do you always get one of the four pets? No. Okay, so it's they a were, random chance to get a pet at all, and then random which one you get. Right, mm-hmm. and so it took a really long time for me to get all four. I would go out there and do the fishing quest like late, probably in Cataclysm. I went and did it, but in the time walking dungeons now, it has a chance to give you. One of those pets, if you're doing the Burning Legion time walking stuff. So it's a much easier way to get the pets. I don't know if it's easier, but it's you don't have in to addition, go do the fishing yeah. quest in, in Shatrath anymore if you don't want you to. You could incidentally get some pets. You could. You could. Um, Which is always nice. Love incidental bonuses. But no, I've, I've been playing uh, Heroes of the Storm after I get done with <coughs> WoW. Um, as this is your first MOBA, yes? Yes. I, assume, I believe it's our first any of us. Finally, trying a goddamn Moby. Yeah, I tried playing League of Legends once. Oh, with, okay. with Eric. That's right. He tried to explain it to me. It went poorly. <laughs> I don't. It uh, seems like it's. It's. I get the concept. I think. I mean, it's I basically like I don't know how to use abilities and stuff. Arena, like, when I'm supposed to well, use abilities and like there's a lot less abilities than say when we played uh, Arena in I, WoW. I, like when you're picking a character, you're like, I don't know, just good. I don't know what this does. Well, well get, yeah. They rotate them so you get to try. You get to try before you buy. Mm-hmm. I bought uh I bought Rainer Spent some money. for 2000 gold. No, they give you 2000 gold for finishing oh, okay. the tutorial. Ah, so since I that's since cool. I played the tutorial as Rainer, I went ahead and got him. <laughs> I'm going to guess that's the highest percentage of what gets bought <laughs> the, after the, own, the tutorial. The owning percentage. I, I assume yeah. that they don't allow two of the same character when you're playing in a in a match. Mm. So I've never seen another Rainer. That's because you're always choosing Rainer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's level five. They can't get in. Um, I don't like the controls at all <laughs> for the ability. I don't. Even if I wasn't a clicker in WoW, I would be used to my my spells Lost being D. on the oh. number row. But where, where are these they? are QWER and so you use your mouse to move around. Yeah, you have to right click. Yeah, it's like a oh, Diablo like movement Diablo. style. Yeah, is it really? I didn't know that. Um, yeah, it's very frustrating. Yeah, if you're not used to it, it's yeah, very... It's uh, like, uh, what the fuck? Uh, how do I get... No, yeah. I died a many a times trying to get away from yeah. somebody. And there's a whole lot of... Oh my God, stop, stop, stop! Because uh, I'm cause in the turrets. I was okay. wanting to use the uh, arrow keys to move, Yeah, but that moves your screen. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway. So it allows you to pan left and right, right. and see the field of view. So uh, I've been playing against the AI... With a team of other people. So, okay. you don't have to play, you don't have to play 4v4. You can play 4 versus the AI. That's or 5 cool. versus the, the AI. So, I'm trying to get used to the controls. I still don't like them, but whatever. It's okay. The whole point that I'm playing it is if I get to level 20, I get a pet in WoW. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that hook. Boy. Yeah. Yeah, that seems so obvious now. But I found that I actually like playing it, so it's okay. It's hey, not like I'm... Blizzards, did their, they worked. It's it not, worked. It did. It did. It's not like <laughs> I'm... It's not like I'm uh, going I'm out surprised and they grinding haven't, something I don't want to do. 
I'm surprised they haven't, and maybe they're just working on it, uh, figuring out a way to make you play some more Diablo, some of the new expansion, to get like a Diablo pet or mount in WoW. I think when the expansion came out, I think you could get a pet in WoW. If you bought the expansion? Yeah. Or just played some Diablo? Played the expansion, or bought the expansion. Oh, okay. Or maybe they had a collector's edition. Maybe I'm just making all this up. <coughs> mm. Um, no, I didn't have to buy the original Diablos. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pay for anything in Diablo. <laughs> right. Is that it? Hmm. I'm trying to think. I was gonna ask you how much. Now you don't have to anything tell going me. On with the kids? Huh? You have you have children? I do. Did they do anything interesting this I was, week? I was gonna ask them. But that's well. Funny. I. I you, you sound like you just had. Okay, go ahead. I'm, well, I'm just curious. I wanted to know. You don't have to say it if you don't want to on, on the thing, but I'd like to know how much you spent to make your thing for uh, Seth outside. Oh. Do you have like a ballpark on that? Like, I'm just curious, so like, what far, the groundwork like, costs. North of like 1200 so far. Okay. When we get this, the slide is 500 when we actually go and buy it, but we're not going to buy it because it's $500. Because I was thinking, like, if I was to build like a shop. You could build a shop much cheaper because you could buy the uh, um, OSB board. The what? The plywood that looks like it's made out of little pieces of other plywood. Oh, particle board? That's nah, not particle board. I can't think of what it's called. MDF. Manufactured some something dildo wood? Dildo faces, I don't know. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> I don't know why they call it that, but... What is it? What they is recycle old dildos and they <laughs> turn them into. There's a lot of them. I mean, they get thrown out. Recycle. Just recycle. Reduce. Use. Um, close the loop. It's not you in the can close loop. It's all sexy. Maybe it is Sexified. <laughs> I was right the first time. It's OSB. Oriented Strand Board. MDF is the okay. stuff like your Open. desk is made out of. Um, yeah, it was like $1,200, but it's got a whole lot of like real boards on it and the plywood's real plywood because we didn't want all the yeah. we didn't want the kids playing on the formaldehyde mm. infested woods well I just know uh, shops are pretty expensive if you go and buy them at like Lowe's or tough, Home Depot they're tough, like super expensive if you can shed. if you can build your own it would be way cheaper okay um, well let's go well now we can talk about his kids we kind of did. We oh. went to the fair last night. Yeah, in state fair. Okay, so just a county state fair. fair's not till like the end of October. I don't know when the fuck this shit is. The big one, the big one. That's that's the Memphis Flea Market. Um, <laughs> it used to be in the same place. So you went to the county fair. We went to the county fair. Uh, Mandy got Seth on those boat that go yeah the big uh-huh. ones, and she videoed it while they're on the boat, and he's <laughs> like, "Oh, this is awesome!" And then it immediately turns into. I went off. I went off. I went off. <laughs> She's like, you can't get off. It's okay. <laughs> Has he gone on a roller coaster yet? No. Okay. It's only six. He's gone. Well, I don't know what the hell that means. Like, I mean, I didn't go on any. Coasters, I didn't go on they? a carnival ride until I was seventeen. <clears throat> so he's doing okay. I figure you guys will be going to Disney World at some point. We're not ever going to Disney World. Really? Too More of a Six Flags than uh, a might, Disney World. Well, no, you got boys. They they won't necessarily. They're them. not really all princessy, no. Yeah. I mean, hey, Disney World, not all for girls. You know? Yeah, it is. Not all, but it's for families. We don't. But I don't know. You can drink around Epcot Center at all the international bars and have all kinds. You Your can dog go is from barking. Like, sake to German beer to vodka to. Yeah, none of us have. Any, if we go anywhere, we're going to go on another cruise. If we're going to go mm. blow the money on something. Um, 
we ever even been to a theme park? You want to go to Six Flags? We might go to Six Flags. It's close. We might go to Magic Springs. There you go. Oh, we'd be well, more, that's just copping out now. We'd be more likely to hey, go to Magic Springs. Roller coasters there. They do have roller coasters. Not like we'll be we like, were kids. We just was... might go to Wild River Country. <laughs> they have something new there that just opened, and I'm like, it's kind of really? late. Yeah, because it was on the radio. You ought to take them down to the... <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's kind of late in the season. You ought to take them down to that Whitehall theme, <laughs> that Whitehall water park. <laughs> Cedar? Uh, Crenshaw Springs. Crenshaw Springs. The original name of Whitehall. That's so fucking weird. Uh, no, they didn't do anything. School going all right? Yeah. Except for, oh, Seth joined the Cub Scouts. Okay. And is that a thing where he was like, hey, Dad, I want to do What Cub belt Scouts. do you start off in the Cub Scouts? You don't start off with a belt. White? Yellow? <laughs> you start off what as like a... What do you learn at Wolf Scout? What is it, like a Tiger Scout or a Wolf Scout or something? <laughs> I don't even know. Is it your new move uh, up? They start as Cubs of some sort. Wolf Cubs, right? I, maybe. What makes them, why would they start at Wolf? Why would they start at Bear? They start small and work their way up. Cub Scouts. They yeah. st- they start small and then they get up to Eagle, which is the biggest of the Cubs. Usually, it is some eighteen-year-old kid that's like so, stayed really into Boy Scouts all the way through. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. They still do four H. They they were at the fair last night. Okay. And they have the four H petting zoo, which consisted of two goats, a sheep, and a cow. Which hmm. okay, whatever. Yep. I guess the, the, the cow was different than normal. Bigger. So, uh, all right, cool. No, he was like, I really want to join the Boy Scouts. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you have to go outside. We are not outside people. <laughs> but Man- Mandy took him. And then she comes home. She's like, all right, he's a, he's a wolf scout. And I was like, we're not going camping. <laughs> You should go camping. We went with Mandy's little brother on a Boy Scout camping trip once, and it was during a burn ban, so we couldn't have a campfire, and it got down to 29 degrees that night, and we're in a tent with no electricity. It gets cold. Fuck that. (laughs) That was my one and only Boy Scout experience, and I don't want any others, and I don't, I don't know. I need to get his BB gun out because next weekend he can go get his BB gun badge. Got to learn about survival. Yeah. Yep. I was like, we should get him started on the Eagle Scout thing already and just go dump him in the but woods see, somewhere and tell him to make his way home. Thing is, is he can watch all these video, these YouTube videos about like survive, like amateur survival dudes that get out there and make these. I watched a video last week of a guy that uh, in the, in the uh, woods, I think in Australia, just like, basically built a house with made out of like first he he got the uh the it's called the three little pigs the logs together and then he like wrapped uh some of like the stronger smaller trees in between the logs like weaved them in to make a wall and then he was making mud and, and then put pa- pasting it up and he ended up making like a chimney and shit so that so that the fire that How he long was, was he going to stay there? Like it's a pretty sweet video because you don't know what all he's going to do. At first you think he's just going to build like a kind of nice shelter like if you need to stay here tonight. Here's what you can put together, but then he just keeps adding. Like I was like, "Oh, okay, he's going to fill in." And then, it. And he's going to fill in the walls of that cabin with the uh, with, with the twigs there. That's pretty cool. I this was before I had any inkling he was going to fucking mud it all together and shit. And then then he goes and takes some berries and clay and creates a paint and paints it a lovely color. <laughs> and then he 
dug for ore and created his own metal <laughs> to create the sink. Then he mixed mud and, and bugs and plants, and he made a little girl to call his daughter. Her name was Ashley. Anyway, and then I watched another guy uh, make ra- grass rope with just like long strings of grass. Like on just, like, uh, just, like, Castaway? Grass. I don't know. I didn't see Castaway. Really? He sorry, takes the rope sorry, ruin for he, you. He basically in the takes the like the grass and he kind of flips half of it upside down to kind of even out the consistency, and then he turns that a bit, and then he takes half and half of it and starts twisting that together. And it it looks, I guess, it's how you make rope because after he get done uh, roping it all together, you know, kind of pulling it out, it just looked like rope made out of grass. But yeah. he said it should hold like fifty pounds, hmm. and it's just long field grass. So anyway, my point is, who needs Boy Scouts? YouTube? Kid knows his way around the YouTube. I'm sure he could get <laughs> yeah, all the information yeah. he needs. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess it gives him something to do. Life hack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know he's going to want to do a, a, a... He's going to want you to build a derby car. A little soap. Not soap oh, crap. Box. I really Pine want... They have their, stupid, their stupid popcorn thing instead of Girl Scout cookies. Nobody ever buys Boy oh, Scout yeah. popcorn. I really want... Uh, nobody's like, hey, give uh, me two boxes of caramel. I really want... Uh, no. Nobody's ever I really want that. Seth now to just every single meeting of Boy Scouts, he says, life hack. <laughs> like whenever they talk about something. <laughs> like, this oh, is, I saw that life hack. This is how you This is how you make a fisherman's knot. Life hack. <laughs> No, what would be really funny is if he gets really into being outdoors and becomes this big-time outdoor kid, and they're just like the dad that doesn't want to do any of it. <laughs> he was, when he was trying, when he well, was trying much, to convince me, he's like, we get to go camping and fishing and, and naming off all the stuff. And I was like, you, let's go fishing. We just go. We just go. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, it's hot. Let's wait a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll go fishing. We, me and you, me and you, we'll go fishing. <laughs> and then, what was it later that night? There was, there was like a bee or something outside. I'm like, you know, if you're a Boy Scout, you're going to be outside a lot. And you're going to get stung by a lot of bees. <laughs> and he goes, yep. Wow. And I was like, fuck. Man, he's really into this. They have this. indoctrinated this kid. <laughs> well, they came he's to totally school. Into they the brainwashed. Out- he's totally into the outdoor world. They come into school to recruit them. And he comes home with like a <laughs> wristband on. Yeah. What the fuck are they? Like- Goddamn outdoors people. I know. Trying to get my kids outdoors. No. <laughs> I'm like, can't, don't they have like a science club or something? That's what you gotta do. You gotta be an active. Time to learn chess, kid. Active uh, parent in the community and start a, start like a computer and then, or so. Electronics yeah, club go. or something like that. Mandy takes him, make, takes him to the first meeting and they're like, but, they're like, blah, 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 but we need a den leader. And I was like, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll be like, kids, this is how you build a tent in Minecraft. I will show you how to build a campfire in World of Warcraft. That is all you need to know. These are good survival skills. Is how to sit behind a desk because that's what you're gonna do when you get older. <laughs> no one's ever like, "Hey, is there an Eagle Scout somewhere?" Because we need to have this meeting outdoors. No, <laughs> they're There's like, never a call for an Eagle Scout. They're gonna be like, "Hey, we need an IT guy. Our computer is broken." I imagine you were given that speech in like an Adam Sandler movie. And you're, you're Adam Sandler, and you're like, because you're going to be sitting behind a desk when you get older. Except for that kid over there. And it's just a kid with glue in his mouth. 
Because you're going to be sitting at our desk over there, and it's that kid right over there. <laughs> I can see that happening. Yeah. And he looks like a young Rob Schneider. I was going to say, it's not a kid. It's Rob Schneider. <laughs> Playing a kid. And he's like, I like glue. Yep. We just made an Adam Sandler movie. Yep. <laughs> you can glue that, it. That movie right there would have made more money than Pixels. Yeah. Pixels didn't make money? I don't know what it made. I don't know. Got a, it would have got better reviews than Pixels. I kind of wanted to see that. I'm surprised they haven't done more sequels to Adam Sandler. Because he clearly doesn't give a fuck what he's doing. So you think Hollywood would be like... No, no, I mean like the classic ones, you know. Oh, like like a Billy Billy Madison, Madison Waterboy 2. How about about the 51st first? Happy Gilmore 2. Actually, somebody somebody wrote an article. (laughs) (laughs) You know, all the hits. All the the hits. (laughs) Somebody wrote an article I read like a month ago that was uh, why Adam Sandler is no longer relevant. And I was but like, Damn. that's the thing is he he is, I mean he's he's one of the most popular male actors alive, probably less so now, as, as he's beginning to be the butt well, of jokes. Well, they said that the problem was that he's still making the exact same movies that he did whenever he was popular. It's just that the kids now don't really give a shit about those kinds of movies. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I was just a dumb teenager, but Billy Madison was no, they were okay. A classic movie. So the if problem. he was still making those, we'd go see them and think they were really good, but they're not. They're... I, don't, I don't know, because uh, oh, Anchorman. Anchorman didn't do as well. We tried to... Anchorman 2? Yeah, Anchorman oh. 2. Yeah. Nope, people didn't go Sequ- see it. Movie, it was yeah, too com- long. You, can't, you know, it's funny you mentioned, like, comedy sequels don't usually do well. Except for The Hangover. And The, I mean, but the Hangover is a special ex- exception, because it was so ridiculously popular. Mm, that's true. That the sequel was gonna be good or gonna make a lot of money but it still didn't make near as much money and hangover three like i think it was a bust or just barely made its money back yeah but it does seem like the popular comedies are the uh the the original movies yeah which is kind of ironic considering that's what people are having trouble with these days in the rest of the movie yeah genres well it's like uh most of mccarthy comedies Mm -hmm. i mean they're kind of the same well yeah i mean in a way a comedy is always kind of going to be the same in the movie yeah. It's never going to have, like, an awesome plot, you know? It's like a video game. You don't play the video game for the I'm, awesome plot. I'm not thinking, like, <laughs> what is probably, like, critically critically acclaimed, what is the best comedic plot? Like, So what? you'd have to say, so the first of all, you'd have to say we're not talking about dramas that are also really, really funny. Like, I guess... To be an example. Um, oh, it is a good example. No, let's say the the Burbs, which is not a drama, but that's like a horror comedy. But even that doesn't have a particularly good plot. I mean, it's yeah. your basic like, don't trust the neighbors, don't yeah. know what's going on. What about like Ant Man? But I would say, see, like see, to a me, Marvel movie Ant Man's not a comedy. I know it's not a comedy, but it has comedic aspects. I mean, right? the Avengers is practically a comedy. I mean, there there are. What about Cabin black- in the Woods? See, that's a horror with comedic elements. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking a movie that's a... What about Gigli? <laughs> Possibly. I have no idea. I didn't see that God, terrible movie. God bless you, penis. Maybe Clerks? But I think most people would say Clerks is a serious drama, drama yeah. with a lot of humor. But then again, maybe that's the only reason, the only way they actually divide Clerks them. Clerks like, too? I was going like, to say, how would you define a comedy with a with a good plot? So I guess you'd have to say, what's the 
funniest movie you've ever seen that also has a really good plot? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Really? No. Okay. Schindler's List. <laughs> I don't know. That's tough. That I don't even tough. know what... Because even like the classics like Ghostbusters... I was going to say Ghostbusters. Uh, there's not much to that plot, really. Sure, there's you kind of see... I mean, it's, it's a solid genre plot. Groundhog Day? I will go Damn, with Groundhog that's Day. that's a good one, Matt. I will go with Groundhog Day to answer that question. that's a really interesting plot and, and story that's also really fucking funny. Yeah, you're not going to beat Groundhog Day. I don't know Day. if I'm going to think of anything. I'm, I'm pretty that. sure you can beat Groundhog Day. There's probably something we're not I mean, there's of. plenty of stuff from the 80s that was was pretty decent. I Howard mean, like, the Duck. Just... <laughs> Boy, talk about over the top. See, we're fucking. not talking about pretty decent. We're talking about like a good story. Well, I mean, just like, I mean, but you think of all the g- good comedic Goonies? actors. Now, would that be an that. adventure movie, though? Well, it is an say, adventure movie. It's not really that funny, I guess. I was going to say, Goonies is um, But maybe like, you know, you think of all the great comedic actors of the 80s. So you take a, probably a sure. Steve Martin movie. Oh, a top. You know, big? Yeah, big. Big um, would be a good one. Um, uh, probably. The Man like, with I, Two Brains would not. Granted, it was a, a story based on you know something a book already, but Scrooge, you know, I mean, Bill, like there was a lot of good Bill Murray ones. Yeah, but that's not really um, a laugh out loud movie, even though I think know, that you could consider see that a nipples. comedy. <laughs> um, I do love that movie too. But oh yeah, I love it. Not to take anything away from it, it's one of the best Christmas movies. I think. Uh, yeah, it's a modern it's a super spin. Movie, it's a modern spin on a story I'm pretty sure I've seen before. <laughs> um. But yeah, you take all those great comedic actors there, like uh, definitely planes, trains, automobiles. People love that. It has been so long since I have seen. Um, that. Yeah, me too. They're just trying to get back, but it's just a comedic, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of movies that are genuinely really, yeah, or at least the first time. Well, just think about like what you know, what you would <laughs> like South to Park see, like in your like, maybe South Park is the only movie I can think of where I like really, really laughed. Oh my god, the South Park movie was. Start to finish, hilarious at the yeah. time, and I don't think I could watch it today and find it. It wouldn't be as funny through. as it was as you're sitting in a theater. It was you, like it was all of us. It was all of us like and Dave. Dave. <laughs> For some reason, I felt like one other person, but I guess it was mm-hmm. just it was just us. And just, we were just sitting there, and then all of a from sudden, from the it's beginning, shut your fucking face, like, like a fucker, and we're me and Dave look at each other, and then you and then we're all like. And Dave's like falling off into the floor, yeah. and there are people getting up and leaving, yeah. and <laughs> which is was perfect because it was exactly like the beginning of the movie. Yeah, because they go to the people getting up and leaving, and they're all like, "It's the most hilarious thing ever." God, those guys are geniuses. They don't have like the best plots, but the way they the, their commentary and satire is so perfectly. But I don't know. I'm I like uh, whatever the fuck movie you said that I can't remember. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. <laughs> It's a genuinely funny movie. It's so funny. It's ingrained into my five-second memory bank. Uh, but yeah. What about uh, that movie, Night Shyamalan, that's terrible? The Happening? Wait, you mean that doesn't, all of some, them? That ex- doesn't hit any of the criteria. All of them except Sixth Sense? <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I don't know. It's very, yeah. I mean, what's weird is like, like people, it's, it's, what's weird is like we could throw out all kinds of titles, and people would be like, "What? That's not even remotely close to right." right. How about right. our listeners write in with, with yeah, with their ideas? Like, I think letter. you've heard enough of our discussion. Letter at outlandishpodcast.com. to know the kind of movie we're looking for. Like, it can be a comedy. 
that has an amazing plot. We've just forgotten one. What about Bob? Has a pretty- Does it? I mean, it's not like it's it's not giving you life philosophies, but just I think it's a good weaving story. Because yeah, I can't remember much about. It. I know he's like he's just. Well, he's a uh, he's OCD. Uh huh. Like he he Richard Dreyfus, right? Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Well, Richard, Richard Dreyfus and Bill Murray. I'm just saying. Well, Richard Dreyfus the is his therapist. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah, just trying yeah, to yeah. name the cast. Yeah. Yeah. He follows him out to a vacation home or something. And... Yeah, because he's like, he's really attached to the doctor. Yeah. He follows him out there and he kind of learns to come out of his shell while also continues with the doctor and saying it's really not like a plot. I don't know why, but I do like that movie a lot and I think it's been forgotten. Yeah. Short circuit, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a movie just the other day. I was like, I, I don't think I've seen that since I was a kid. I need to throw some short circuit in. Yeah. Yeah, there's not... There's a bunch of movies like that. I don't so, think I've seen The Explorer since I was a kid. Yeah. I haven't seen War Game since I was a kid. I haven't seen War Game in, since like the early 2000s when it was on TBS all the time. Yeah. The last time what was the... Uh, what's the one where the the kid gets sent into the future on the spaceship or whatever? And like every... Oh, uh, Flight of the Navigator. I thought that's what it was, but there's another one. There's another movie that has almost that same kind of title. And I, I, I'm always afraid. Fire the Concords? No. There's another movie that came out around the same time that's got a similar title, and I'm always afraid I'm going to say the wrong one, but I can't think of what it is. <laughs> Maybe just The Navigator or something? No, but Flight of, Flight of Navigator. Flight of Navigator is pretty good. I mean, I, I'm, I'm totally jaded because I grew up on that movie. Yeah, you really but... like that movie. It's a pretty good little story. Like, it's, it's really dark in the beginning when he goes, uh, yeah eight years in the future and he yeah. tries to go back to his house and everything's changed. Like as a child, the scariest kind of things I would see in, in, in like kids movies were like things of the unknown, just like just... total, well, just like go <clears throat> ending up in a world that's completely alien to you and doesn't, even really though it's not sense. really alien. Well, but yeah, it's just but you're out of your element, you're like, you're well, not, yeah, like he tried to go back like to big. his house and his family didn't live there yeah. anymore. And he had no idea why, like it's horrifying for a kid. Yeah. Like I say, big, because he grows up and he has to now, like, yeah, that was his mom is like, and that they they made that story like really scary right at the beginning when he's like in that apartment and he's hearing gunshots and sirens outside. That's pretty fucking scary. Yeah, kid. Wonderland, Alice in Wonderland was also not scary, but Mm -hmm. that I never cared for that movie because I was so uneasy. Well, that and that fucking Cheshire Cat is just fucking creepy shit, man. Yeah, everything's like the last Starfighter. Is the one whose name I always want to get confused with Flight of the Navigator. Okay, I guess I can see that. (laughs) It's about a kid being taken off. But yeah, he goes to the future and then he figures out, he's got to figure out why he's in the future and all that shit. Yeah. Get back to the ship and you get bombed. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it for everybody. You haven't seen Flight of the Navigator. (laughs) I don't know if it's on Netflix, but you should. (laughs) Yeah. It's a Disney movie, right? Yeah. It's got a young Sarah Jessica Parker. Man, new, new Coke, old Coke, Diet Coke. Yes. Talk about, <laughs> talk about one, of the, one of the things they should bring back, and that's Sunday movie night. Yeah. They still own ABC. Yeah. I mean, why don't they have that now? You know, they have so so such a it's wide range of... really surprising they don't have that now because you'd think they would play like Frozen. Well, they have... All that shit. They do it on ABC Family. You're right. They do a lot of that stuff on ABC Family. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, what happened to the classic, you know, uh, national television broadcasts, just right. movies? It doesn't get the ratings. Yeah, Reality shows will pull people in every oh, week. 
Reality well, shows. Make me think of reality shows. Reality shows are recurring revenue. The movie of the week is hit or miss. It makes me. I, I don't think there's any way to like stop the popularity of reality shows. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, think you'd freaking... have to assassinate too many people. But if I could go back in time and kill like one person, maybe the the creator of Survivor. Yeah. I mean, like that's a really lame reason to kill somebody. But America, I don't know. <laughs> America, I really fucking hate the reality shows. America's Got Talent is on NBC for like two hours, like three yeah, nights a week. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and people but fucking people tune in it. that whole time. It's like, what if you could watch American Idol every night for the next four weeks? <laughs> and also, people binge shows, thing, so, so I mean, the, it doesn't surprise me that. People and the bad part it. is. Like, you can watch an episode of America's Got Talent for two hours, and then two weeks later, later they'll play it again. Mm. And then the week after that, they'll just show highlights from the last couple of weeks. And you're watching the same one over and over. Because we leave, so we watch the news, and then Entertainment Tonight comes on, and then we go put the kids in bed and go play the computer. And it's still on. And so I'll walk in there, and I'll be like, that's the same one that was on, like, the last time I was in here. They're showing a rerun of a two-hour show that was just on two weeks ago. Yep. And there are people watching. Yeah. There's enough people watching that that's a good investment. And it... it, 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 And I just... Ugh. Whatever. I I can't complain. Firefly got canceled after one season. Look, you know, we're living in a golden age. Firefly... Firefly, Netflix is making all kinds of awesome shows that we would have never gotten. I saw... I got a thing They re-upped Black Mirror... Uh, they ordered more. I watched the first two episodes of that. Yeah. It was a BBC show though, wasn't it? Get into it. Really? I don't know why. Watch the next one. I'll watch the next. I watched the first one and I was one. like, "That is unrealistic as hell." It's good. Yeah, I could see but that. But it's reaction. unrealistic as hell. I can see that. The second one, I just didn't. I needed some backstory. Really? I did. I needed some. I backstory. will say that that show is remarkably divisive. Because the people that like it love it, and then the people, and then other people either don't like it or they're indifferent to it. And then because other people love it so much, they have to be like, well, "I like it." <laughs> it was and then okay. even it was like the episodes, you'll have people that are like, was, "I love this episode, I hate this episode." It was a strangely like, perverted Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah. Watch the next because the thing is, is that but the, the next episode, the especially, episode so reminds me of huh. I said the chick in the first episode, or in the second episode, was so fucking hot. She was on Down Abbey. I would be like, I'd, I'd be like doing like trying to get as many credits as possible. So <laughs> You'd be on watch. that treadmill. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? It's like she's got no oh, man. A new Dude. video. New uh, video I always wanted out. to fuck that chick. I knew her. <laughs> but uh, the next episode is very much like a Philip K. Dick novel. Like it's very semi-future. Explores interesting aspects of. Uh, you know what we mean by might be like in the future that kind of good sci-fi okay but anyway i'll keep going is, i just got busy and didn't bother with it should watch uh ex machina ex machina ex machina ex machina on no i'm okay. saying i wanted to, i want to see that it's good should i watch it twice that was a joke because deus sounds like dose huh. mm. well this is just ex machina you're just in the machine there's no god right, right. you're in it to win it okay spoilers man no, but seriously, spoilers. <laughs> it's better than Daisy. You know, you better know my, than Daisy comes home. You know my spoiler sense are heightened. <laughs> so the whole point. So Seth checked out this book called Daisy Comes Home, and I tweeted it last night, and I was like, "Oh, look at this! It's a spoiler." Well, the thing was, that's like a fourth grade book, and Seth was reading a little. There was a lot of words in it, 
And oh. so Seth would read a little bit of it every night before bed, <laughs> and I'd stop him because he wanted to read the whole thing. I'm like, no, you got to go to sleep. So we put the bookmark in. Well, we went to the fair Thursday night, so we didn't get to finish it. So when I went to get it to go put it in the kitchen so he could take it back to the library today, I was like, he didn't get to finish it. I have no idea what's going to happen at the end. And then I just turned it around to Mandy and I was like, I have no idea what's going to happen at the end. She's like, I think, I think Daisy comes home. And I was like, damn it, you've spoiled it. (laughs) Well, I like the idea that Daisy comes home is what kicks off the story. I, I figured that was, that was, that was actually what happened at the end. Yeah. So it's all this buildup. Okay, so I'll tell you what the story is. There's this Chinese girl that raises chickens and all the other... No, for eggs. What? All the other chickens don't like this one chicken and they keep pushing her off of the, off of the perch. Mm. So one night she goes and, and lays, and lays down in a basket and And it rains (laughs) and the river rises and the river takes the basket away with the chicken in it. And this guy finds it and takes it to the market. Well, May May, who's the chicken's owner, takes her eggs to the market because she can't find Daisy, and she finally gives up and goes ahead and takes her eggs to the hold market. On, you've, hold on, you've got me hooked. Hold on, I want to read this book. Hold on, so yeah, so then, what's right the now. title again? I'm need you to stop. Daisy comes home. I told you not to fucking ruin it for me. <laughs> so, so then one of her friends is like, "Hey, is this guy? No, it, okay. it's not. I mean, it's All not right. even coming close. It's just Are you guys fucking, hearing that? Right? Yeah, yeah. Right. I know. I don't. I'll have to look into it. <laughs> I don't okay. know what just the fuck sure. is going so on. So then her friend is like, "Hey, this guy has one of your baskets, and you should see what he's trying to sell." And she she starts to run toward the guy that's trying to sell the chicken, and that's where we stopped. And I, oh shit! I don't know. We stopped at the climax. I don't, uh, I got I got blue book balls. <laughs> yes, he did. Children's blue book balls. I don't know. I don't know what happened next. Yeah, that's funny because uh, so I used to read a lot of Stephen King, and I never just got... reading one Stephen King book is reading a lot of Stephen King. Uh, not all the time. Hey, trust me. No, I, just I... because the books are like no. eight inches thick. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Trust me, I stuck to like the Cujos and the Carries. Like Carries, one of his shortest books. I think it's like two hundred eighty-four pages or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But. I may be entirely wrong about that, by the way, but I stuck to the short ones, the shorter ones. And, and I also tried to avoid the ones where I'd seen like the movie, um, which made it easy to avoid it and the stand. Cause those are, of course, his longest fucking books. It, I don't remember what the stand is. I think it's like 1300 pages or something. I remember that we had it in the library in junior high when I worked in the library and yeah. it was seriously like four or five inches thick. Yeah. So and nobody ever checked it out, and I'm like, we should. Can we just get rid of this one? <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, 1,100 pages. It's like 1108, I think. Um, like some Harry Potter shit. So I just never got around to it. I mean, I have, there's plenty of other Stephen King books I never got around to. So it, like, I didn't ever lack for Stephen King to read, and then I just kind of stopped reading. <clears throat> and I pretty well got to the point where I was only reading like maybe two books a year if I was finishing those. Um, and I don't know what it was, but I just got like a fire and I was like, I'm going to read it. So I ordered it on Amazon and I'm 10 pages in. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> and it's crazy too, because it's one of those like little paperback novels. And so it's like fucking thick as shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, whatever, you know, I can fucking read this. But even like that, they're still like, the words are really tight together on the yeah. pages. It's, yeah. it's yeah. not like. A standard book type. It's even longer than a 1100 pages. And that's a problem that tomorrow's generation 
is is going to completely miss out on. They're not going to realize how thick a book is. Yeah. I mean, I assume the Kindle will like give you the page count if you want it. Yeah, you can see the page count, but you'll never have like, you know, I can't read the words at the beginning, at the end of this page, at the beginning of this one, because it's bound so that I have to lay it out and then it bends the spine and then it won't close anymore. And yeah, but don't, what's this funny picture where the phone is? Do you not worry that because you've already seen the movie that you're going to get to a point to where you're like, just fuck it. Oh yeah, I'm absolutely seen, worried about that. I've already it, seen this movie. It has been long I've enough. I've already seen this miniseries. It has I've been been long enough this. since I have seen that movie that I could completely read that book and not have any idea what was going to happen next. There, well, I do. Yes, that too. Like I have loose memories of the, yeah. of the movie at this point. I have yeah. very vivid scenes, yeah. and I know the general overall plot progression. But I've also heard that the book is like ridiculously good. Whether you want one reader or not, it's like considered one. And of it's probably pieces. way different. Yeah, that's Kinda the thing. Like, like I figure in eleven hundred pages, there's probably. In fact, I know for a fact that there's a lot more it, into the story. But yeah, so you, like, also because it's eleven hundred and eight, very close together pages, I also worry that it's going to be like fucking Tolkien, where he's like describing unnecessarily all this a scene for like four pages. I, I can't remember if I brought this up And the grass was not. green and slightly unmowed except in the rows where you could see where the wheels had been from the push mower the week before. I can't remember if I brought this up or not before, but do you find it kind of depressing yes. when you think about how Stephen King or all these other authors that have put out major books, uh, Grisham or uh, Crichton, Crichton, Michael Crichton. Um, people that have put out so many books, so many popular books, New York Times bestseller books, and yet you have somebody that comes in, like Harry Potter, uh, Rowling, and just makes a billion dollars off of like seven <laughs> books. <laughs> to be fair, you know, I don't it, think Michael Crichton was hard up for money. Well, no, but I'm just saying, like, they've been in the industry for so long. Right. They've put out so many books, so yeah. many great books that people would say. Sure. Um, and yet they don't have not nearly as much to show for it as somebody that's put out seven books over the course of like seven years. I don't know. If you years. think about it, like every one years. of Michael Crichton's books was turned into a movie, starting with the Andromeda strain back in the 70s. Um, he seems to have been popular the entire time he was writing books. Yeah. And tidbit, Michael Crichton directed Westworld. The original? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wrote and directed it, I believe. Huh. That's interesting. He yeah. created ER... Yeah. There's actually a lot of hold on. So, but Continue. I mean, there's to, to, there's a bunch of other crap yeah, that but you I, were like, what? It's yeah, kind of like there, uh, there's nothing. Steven Spielberg doing uh, uh, Tiny Toon Adventures. You're like, wait, wait, what? Sure, sure, sure. He also directed a few episodes of ER. Anyway, point is, is like, there's no questioning that she's made way more fucking money than any. Like, yeah. she's a billionaire. Right. Well, um, the difference between her and them is that. She well, she made a target audience and targeted it, the fuck it out towards it people that will buy things that go with it. Like, I mean, Jurassic Park to an extent, you could market it to kids. There were plenty of Jurassic Park toys and Jurassic Park shirts and everything. Right. But like, you're not going to see somebody walking around with like an Andromeda Strain uh, playset. No, I mean, yeah, I've they're... got the Andromeda Strain playset, and it's like a math. You know, uh, microscope and like yeah, some other it's stuff. Just a, it's just, it's like a red sponge. This is the blood after the disease. See, it turns yeah. into a sponge. Drama the strange place. Uh, I'm a doctor. Mattel. 
Yeah, no, obviously, I mean, so you're saying that there's licensing involved, but, but I'm just saying, I think you she know, made sort of like a major part of her fortune just off the books themselves. Yeah. I don't know. The, the, I don't, you know, like, she made something that more people wanted to buy more of. Yeah, I know. I know. It happens. And it Especially with the youth market, like, you, you'll go crazy. As long as you to, target them and it's even remotely to the point where it's popular, even if it's not good, like Twilight, <laughs> it doesn't even matter. If you're marketing, like, toys and stuff. As long as it's super popular with the popular kids. Yeah, that's my point. The kids. I just hate, I just, I just kind of hate how, like, it maybe looks, especially to probably, like, you know, authors that have been in the game for so long. That's like, this motherfucker, just come up in here, up into my house. Maybe, but they didn't write it first. Yeah. I mean, she she had a special. It's kind of like how people got down and out, or people are down and out about Fifty Shades of Grey. You know, they say that the books were written like garbage, and the person right. that wrote it didn't know what the hell it is. Same for uh, the True Blood series. I think somebody said that that's not written very well. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, but yet, oh, Twister. You know, yeah, Twister's that that one. those people are well renowned in the community because of the popularity of their stories and what they've done outside of the book world with their stories. So, I don't know. Yeah. Beyond Westworld TV series in 1980. Hmm. Well, they're bringing back Westworld. As another TV series. Yep, next year. On HBO. That'll be good. Yep. Uh, so, Justin, what else? You got, you got something to talk about? Uh, I think I wrote something down. I wanted to start took all, took uh, two weeks to read 10 pages of uh, It. No, I just got it yesterday. I actually wanted to read a little more, but it was getting kind of late. Hmm. So, uh. I was because I was doing the math. I was like, "All right, fuck it, it's a night, then I can be done right at Christmas." That's not bad for that is big it? a okay. fucking book, it's, as far as I'm concerned. I figured it would take longer than that. Eleven hundred okay, pages. Because it'll be like February before all my pets are level twenty-five. <laughs> well, I'll either put it down like you said, and realize like, man, this is going on a long time, and I kind of happened, yeah. or I'll get sucked in and just pages a day or more. So we'll see. I also ordered the Nerd. Martian. Mm-hmm. Book. That's mm-hmm. the Matt Damon movie that's coming right, out right, soon. Right, right. Um, I was just planning on seeing the movie, but then yeah. uh, for whatnot, like Jeff Hudson, this... is it Jeff? Jeff whatnot? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. She was like, "I've read this book like three times since I got it. It's amazing. You should read it." Because I was asking people for book recommendations, and uh, she made it sound very much like a good Crichton book. So I was like, "Ooh, I read a good Crichton book in a long time." That's because he died, and somebody tried to finish one of his books, and it turned out terribly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I ordered that as well, and now I don't know if I'm going to just, like, put down it and read that. Put it down? Put it down, and then read that. Uh, so instead but, of it, you'll read that? Yes. And uh, once I've read that, then I can go back to it. And that that way, I can go see the movie for that uh, before it comes out, and I don't have to wait for that. It's coming, it's coming back out. They remade it? No, 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 I think they may remake it though. They're making a movie out of that. Why would they not? They remake everything else. Oh, they've been. I've heard they've been working on doing an it. No, no, no. Wait, sorry. They've been working on doing an a the stand. Yeah, I thought you were about to say The Shining, and I was like, "Fucking really?" Yeah. They've also there's tons of Stephen King stuff. I've been the trying works. to make Dark Tower for a yeah. while. Uh, I want to say the movie. Of, they need to remake Maximum <laughs> Overdrive. There's a there's a movie. Except the trucker genre is not really as big as it was in the 80s. Well, when yeah. It came but, out. 
that would make it seem fresh and unique yeah, that's and true. sort of retro. So it would probably do really well. Uh, Plus, instead of just having the Green Goblin on the front of that truck, if they could actually get Willem Dafoe to stand on the front of the truck, it would probably just stand on the front of the truck in the Green Goblin costume. The king, the king of the, just, the robots. He's just strapped to it. Yeah, but he has. He to be is wearing, the meteor. He has to be wearing the the costume. Yeah. Okay, we've gone to a place. Um, <laughs> in a giant truck with a Green Goblin on the front. Yeah. Stand. Another, Stephen King remakes. Yeah, Stephen re- King re- stuff. Re- have you works. played anything? I am still playing The Witcher 3. Huh. I looked at it last weekend, and I had five days in it. That's real person days, like total playtime. So 24 so, times 5. Yeah, I guess I was a little 120 over hours. 25 days at that point. Yeah. 20. Um, that was last week. I've continued to play it. I think I'm a, I think I'm in the end game quests. Uh, but it's a game, like, I've enjoyed myself so much in the game, like, I don't want it to end. And I haven't had that happen in a game in a long time. Usually by the time I'm at the end, like Skyrim, for example, I didn't go fucking do all those quests right. like that. But this game, I, like, want to, well, I don't want to say one because I still haven't played Gwent, even though it's a pretty good card game. But, like, I wish there were more quests and stuff to do. There is a uh, an expansion coming out in October. The last game that I did everything in and then still was, like, I wish I have more to do in this game was uh, Saints Row. Really? Yeah. Huh. Which was weird because usually, I mean, like even with GTA Five, I didn't I didn't get close to a hundred percent going and collecting all that crap. But for what I guess it's because it let you get like invincibility and shit at the end, and it yeah. was more arcadey. And after you've been playing it hour after hour, that actually becomes fun that you can just start doing stuff with no repercussions whatsoever yeah and you can get out with your rocket launcher and start blowing up stuff and you know what they can still arrest you if they can catch you but they can't kill you anymore i don't know i just i was like i've I've done every single thing there is to do i don't i'm i don't want it to end where's my dlc yeah well i mean i've there's just so much effort and polish put into the witcher 3 like you've got to play it you got to play it at some point. Oh, it goes like I mean, it's it's better than any of the Elder Scrolls I've ever played, as far as amount of time and like different things you can do. But all the little side quests have voice acting all the way through, and it just all—you can tell they spent a lot of time and money on it. And it's nice to play a game like that. There's not often that developers are putting that much time and effort into games these days. Now, speaking of time and effort. I hear that the Fallout 4 graphics are going to look like old. Like, they're not the same as Fallout 3. They're not the same, but they're not really next generation Didn't I bring that up last week? Yes, I'm pretty sure we talked about it, but it would be two weeks ago. No, not last week. Two weeks ago, yeah. And the guy... Yeah, we definitely talked about it. The guy was basically like, fuck you, that's what they look like. Yeah. I will say, after playing The Witcher 3, like, if Fallout 4 doesn't look a whole lot better, it's going to be real hard to enjoy... At least the graphics of that game. I read an article the other day about, uh, I guess it was on Cracked, but it was like the the reasons why gamers are still looked down upon or whatever. And um, for uh, Alan Wake, I guess the last Alan, one of the reasons was because we're entitled bitches. Hmm. Um, like when, uh, when Alan Wake was about to come out, he was reading the reviews before the game came out. And people are like, oh, the graphics are shit, blah, blah, blah. I'm canceling my pre-order. Thanks a lot, fuckers, or whatever. People 
would take a screenshot of the game and then zoom in on a little bitty piece and then count the pixels to make sure that it was actually in 720p. Right. And so they would find parts that was like a 25 to 19 ratio instead of whatever. And people are like, fuck it, those graphics are shit. Yeah. I'm not... There, yeah, there's I'm definitely canceling a, my pre-order, you lazy bastards. There's definitely a contingent of gamer who just thinks that everything has to be completely up to snuff for them, or it's a total fucking travesty. And who the fuck do these developers think they are? And it's like, whoa, you can. Then, you can I'm not saying you can't be put off by that, but like, chill the fuck out. <laughs> something I hadn't heard before, but like when when Humble Bundle came out, the guy was like, and so then these these people come out and they have all these games. And you can pay whatever the hell you want for it, even down to a penny. And the first one that came out, they some people pirated it straight off of the Humble Bundled servers five million times. He's like, you could only pay a penny if you wanted to. Yeah. And these people still pirated it. Well, you know, it's kids that don't have any I was gonna say, money into the computer. And, and what I was going <laughs> to say was, uh, I was thinking, you know, that's the people without credit cards. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't mail them a penny, right? And get your disc in the mail if you just like you probably could have free, during the nineties. Then you wouldn't see it pirated. <laughs> <laughs> if you would just make the games free like they should be, God, it's all we want, Jesus. And then when the and then when now that the developers are actually making games that are free, people are still pirating. People them. are still bitching because there are ads and whatnot. Oh, American Ultra. Yeah, we went and saw that. I feel like we talked about that. We talked about that. I just made the, uh, the band noise. Yeah. The, the, you guys have already made it like about TC, five, or ten, five or ten times. Noticed, I don't ever notice me doing that until now. You've made me self-conscious. Thanks, Matt. God. Uh, yeah, we saw that movie. It was okay. Yeah. I don't think we talked about Unless there was something specific. We did our, we did our draft. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We got to talk people, about fantasy people, football. People oh, we were did. To, I thought we'd save it for the end. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, we can save it for yeah, the end. Um, I, I, I bought, I've got it written down here. I bought Gmod because Seth wanted to play it. Gary's mod? Yeah. I went and got him the portal. I'm surprised gun. you didn't already have it. Yeah, like just when it was free, I had it. Or something. When it was when it first came out and was actually a mod for Half Life, I had it and I played it a while. And I mean, there wasn't. I didn't want to make anything. Yeah. So, um, I downloaded that for him. I got him the portal gun add-on. Playing with portal guns. His favorite thing to do is to spawn somebody and shoot them. Hmm. Okay, I was like, you should you should see if he'll play Portal. Yeah, I thought I don't think I own Portal. What? Come on! I logged into probably free on Steam right now. Free on Steam. (laughs) Gary's month ten dollars. Matt, I made Seth pay for half of it. One of us not have. uh, You're on mute again. (laughs) Mister Throat Clears. You got to. Oh, that's right. You've been sick. Yeah, I might have Portal too. I played Portal. I logged on to your Steam account and played Portal when it first came out. Oh, okay. I never bought it. Well, yeah, and we can, you can share your Steam account with people, but you have to have, like, you have to log into both accounts from both computers from where Steam. So Seth is logged into my Steam on the laptop, and I'm logged into Steam on mine, and when he starts playing something, it pops up and goes, Steam streaming is now available. Hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to watch that. I'm just remote into his computer. I want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, you should. be amazed I'm, if I'm me or surely, Matt don't have a free copy of Portal. Surely I'll just look on here. I'm almost positive Matt's got a couple co- po- copies of Portal. Oh, that'd be a great game to get him to try and like. Yeah, I was thinking that whenever, whenever I got him the Portal gun because they somebody has a Portal gun mod for Minecraft, and so he already knows yeah. how the Portal gun works. Right. 
And plus, it's a portal gun. It's one of those things that, like, you just say yeah. portal gun, and the person almost can probably immediately tell you what it does. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, so that should play. I don't know. Portal. It opens a portal to. <laughs> But anyway, uh, I'm almost done with The Witcher 3. I'm pretty sure. I, I can definitely tell I'm in like the death throes of the last missions. And I'm seriously considering just like starting over again. New Game Plus. Mm. And playing only because mm. there's a lot of choices. Like It's kind of crazy how differently you can go through the combat in the game. So The Witcher is, he is a master swordsman. He's got a strong attack and a weak attack. You have... Basically, master talent. swordsmen have no weak attacks. <laughs> a, a fast attack and a strong attack. Uh, the fast attack does less damage. Okay. Um, that you have is acceptable. Levels and you have talent points that you could put into talent trees. And the more you put into different trees, the further down in the tree you can get. It's very basic stuff in that way. Uh, and you can put points into making your uh, fast attack better or your strong attack better or, you know, like raising up your defenses and things. But. The Witcher can also, he's also like a sort of a mild magician. Like he can throw he's kind of like a, a, a flash of of fire. He can knock people over as if a Jedi push. Um, in fact, he's got like a little Jedi mind trick that he can do. Uh, he can also put up a... He can also choke people and pick them up. No, 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 no people choking. But he can put and up his like his sword a, is made out of this strange laser looking no, no, thing. No, no, none of that. But he can put up a shield, uh, magic por- shield. Portal 2. Oh, okay. You can put up a magic shield that takes some damage, and you can also put a thing down on the ground that slows to it. So he's got a little witchiness that you can throw in with this. A little witchiness. Sword, sword attack. A little warlockiness. And you can level all that stuff up individual, individually per skill as well. He also, because he's a monster hunter, uh, the witchers can drink these potions that give them temporary abilities, and he can also coat his sword with a kind of oil that does more damage to certain kinds of monsters. He also has bombs. Really, your cell phone ring is a barking dog? He also has bombs that he can throw at stuff. Point is, I don't do any bombs or oils or potions, and I do fine with the witch powers and just cutting dudes. and like Kind of like could, playing Skyrim and all you need is the bow and arrow. Yeah, yeah. So you could totally... Plus, I didn't put any points into the strong uh, attack. I was just like a heavy gear. Um, it's one of those games where like, if you wear, depending on if you wear light, medium, or heavy gear, you can take a talent that says like, for every piece of this type of gear, we give you a bonus that makes sense with that type of gear. So you can like. So it's like a set bonus on WoW. Yeah, sure. For wearing your tier gear, uh, it ends up being that you can make you can ha- you can either use the set that makes you like really good with the magic shit, or you can use the light set that makes you really good with the lot- fast attacks, or you can use the heavy set that makes you really good with like strong attacks and makes you really armored up, but point is, as I was thinking about restarting maybe on New Game Plus with the uh, the heavy gear, like waylaying people and being a total asshole, because there's all kinds of choices and ways that you shape how you talk to people. It's like playing it's Fable. It's like the Renegade play playing, playing Fable as the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you can be really evil, but I'm interested in seeing how much of a big fucking jerk I can be. Playing Fable. Maybe was the Star Wars game the same way? Like, if you were evil, since you could, since you got more powerful by just killing everybody. Oh, nice. The older public. By the time you got to the second or third city, you're already getting close to max level because there's nobody in the first or second city anymore. <laughs> That's the way it was with Fable. You start off at like that school or whatever, and I was after I got done beating it as good, I was like, I'm gonna be evil. So I just started killing everybody. And then I got to the second town and the guards that are supposed to be like super bad the guards that were super badass when I got there the first time, I'm just like 
one-shotting them. Jesus. And then I make it to the third town, and I'm like, I can, like, destroy everything here. <laughs> I am a So god. I'm going to. Yeah. And also, I've killed every NPC that would give me a quest. I don't know what to do. It's truly the rise of a supervillain. Yeah. Just methodically getting more and more powerful, moving from town to town, annihilating all. It kind of it kind of messed up the game. In I like both to of think. those instances, it messed up the game because you got too powerful too fast. Because you had never. Yeah. What kind of villain are you? Too powerful too fast for the quests to be any fun. Because they're like, we need you to go kill this giant thing, and you're like, it's dead. <laughs> That sounds like well, a fun little like, playthrough. I like to think that the... That's the, the problem. It's a little playthrough. Oh, well, I like to think just that a little the, taste. The, you don't... the story behind that is that if, you, if you're bad, you'll be alone. Yes. You're right, Matt. Yeah. That's the ultimate. If you kill everybody, yes, you'll be the most powerful, but... Yeah. It's like I never played Mass Effect through as being a dick. I wanted to really? start over and be a dick. I actually picked... Uh, yeah. After I beat Mass Effect 1, I switched over to a girl, and I was like, she's just going to be a bitch. That was how I did Mass Effect, all the way through. And then... And it worked perfectly for Jennifer Hale's voice. I made it I made it maybe like three or four hours in, and I was like, I don't want to play it again. <laughs> That's usually what happens when I replay a game. Yeah. The bad way. Like, I definitely don't see myself replaying all of The Witcher 3 again. Unless I just ran through the story, but... Yeah. Still, I think... I'm pretty I've sure got Mad Max to play. The only the only game I've ever played more than once is Half Life. Still, really? Yeah. Man. Well, I mean, there was that was the last game I, I played Doom like six or seven times, sure. but the the first real game and the only real game that I've played more than once was Half Life. I haven't played Half Life two again. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't have any want to play it again. It's I don't know. Good. It's a good little. It is. It's great. It's a little trip. I would probably go back and play Metal Gear Solid 1. I kind of want to play one of the Splinter Cells again, but only because I saw on the Humble Bundle today, like, the Splinter Cells are in the Humble Bundle, and I'm like, I kind of like to play Splinter Cells. Anything else, Justin, to talk about? Um, I played, so I saw this, there's a subreddit on Reddit called uh, either Internet is Beautiful or The Internet is Beautiful, and it's basically just awesome websites, not awesome pictures not awesome videos very specifically like the kind of shit you'd see on stumble upon basically um usually like really helpful sites or like there was one the other day that just picked you up and randomly dropped you into a random place on the world in street view so you're just like oh look i start looking around and i have played that website before well there's geoguessr which basically does the same thing this just drops you in a random place there's no geoguessing it tells you where you are in fact oh it's also got. I, I like GeoGuessr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. I like. Well, this is cool too. I'll walk down the street until I see a sign, and usually it's written in like Gaelic or something, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Let me go Google what that word means. So, a website that I saw last week, and I wish I could tell you what the fucking website is. It's it's basically a universe simulator. Um, was that on... the picture you tweeted about? That yes, was just it like... was. I got no response the... from it. Nobody well, was at all interested. I in was all like, well, it was kind of scatterbrained. Well, yeah, a it's a bit. bunch of folders. Right? Yeah. Well, it was, yeah, a tree. A branching tree. Directory tree. Let me see if I can find it. It was like multi, not multiverse, but like galactic star or something. Star cluster. Yeah, okay. It's called... Simi- no, I, think that's I stumbled called. upon... One of those coding sites that like 
shows you an example of something awesome you can do with CSS. And somebody had made like a fully working solar system in CSS that you can put on a website, and it's awesome. Uh, like the website, it's actually just Google nested and or tail o r t e i l and that sh- i imagine that'll take you to it it's 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 ortail.net.org forward slash nested and so what it is ortail.net what ortail.net.org dash net okay you shouldn't you should never put dot or dash in your web name because right. when somebody and the says dash is dot dash net, out. right, I okay. get that now. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean dot dash net? That doesn't even make any sense. So what it starts out is you just see a line that just says universe and it's got a little plus sign next to it. So you click that and it you get a little drop down menu much like you would in Windows for like a bunch of galactic superclusters. So you click one of those. Under that, you get a bunch of galaxies. I'm going to click a, click a random one. I got galactic center and a bunch of arms. Let's go to one of the arms. So into the arms, you have life. A whole bunch of star systems, nebula, and a black hole. I'm going to click on life, because that's unusual to see in an arm. Okay, so here is Oshkin Kodler. Uh, Oshkin Kodler is a being. It has thoughts and a body. Let's see, the body has three tentacles, six wings, couple mouths. This is clearly an elder Let me see this. Elder Turn your God. phone around. So let's look at his thoughts. It's just like a tree. I mean, it's just like a, a branching tree. Okay. So let's look Retro at his thoughts, Detroit. and he's thinking Mopfkishmeiben, and he's Lop German. So <laughs> that sounded German, but yeah, these are clearly all elder gods floating through the galaxy. So let's just click on one of these star systems, and we're going to go into a Telluric planet, which I don't know what that means. The others on that planet. Here we go. A continent on this planet, uh, barren land, grassland. In the grassland, there's life. Uh, the life includes. Oh, there's dinosaurs on this planet. There's a Dionysus. And the Dionychus is thinking skin burning. is on fire. The polecat is thinking this scent is no good. I need to borrow somewhere. The antelope is thinking something's chasing me. Just keep running. So if you go into the, like, let's say we go into the alpaca and we go into its body, we find head, fur, legs. And under that we find, under a leg you find the fur. Schizovirus, let's go into the schizovirus. There's thoughts. It's hashtag yes. If you go into the body of the schizovirus, you have the nucleus and the cytoplasm. I'm going to go into the cytoplasm, into the glucose, into the carbon, uh, sorry, the hydrogen. I'm going to go into a proton. I'm going to go into an up quark, and under that is a cobalt. And then there's a megaverse under that, which opens up into a series of universes, which open up into a series of galactic superclusters. You see the pattern forming here. This site is really fun to fuck around with. <laughs> Like you can find my question is how the fuck did they build that? It's really you can tell that it's just like they thought of a bunch of things for each section, filled it all in with a bunch of random generated like thoughts, thought about the thoughts a little bit to actually make them make sense. I mean, I can see how they put it together, and it's genius, or are you actually watching something in real time? <laughs> Uh, most of the galactic centers, or all the galactic centers have a black hole. You can go inside the black hole. Inside the black hole is a white hole. And inside the white hole is the universe. Um, the thoughts of all the animals and, and creatures and humans, when you eventually find them, are the best things. You can go into graveyards and find most of mostly dead bodies. But every once in a while you'll see, like, you know, Brian, somebody in a, in a, in a coffin. And he'll be talking about how he wants out. Um, Seriously. It's a really cool. That's that's it's, actually live. It's a it's a live data. <laughs> yeah, 
Nobody built that. Like, that site just showed up. <laughs> this is just like an amazing, some alien species dropped off their amazing computer program that tracks everything in the universe. Right. And that's a folder form. And since they did that, that's how we're going to know how to write the virus to upload to the mothership when they come to attack us. Yes. Because <laughs> we'll find their alien species in here. Because I've seen, because of course in the Reddit uh, thread, it was a bunch of people posting like all the awesome shit they were finding and go- goofy shit things people were saying but people found like tweet me this alien technology i just wave my hand send this to my twitter <laughs> have a bird bring this to me in a message so i messed around with that obviously for um anything else i mean obviously i'm not playing anything else i'm listening to a ton of fucking music because that's pretty much what i do when i'm playing witcher is load up spotify is still fucking awesome for me and in fact so someone tweeted like an article that was like, oh, so this is why Spotify's discovery always nails the music I'm into. And so I was like, well, I've used all kinds of dis- music discovery engines and they, they never do anything good for me. So I went into Spotify and I was like, we'll try this out, Discover Weekly. And I saw a bunch of bands that I already liked that weren't already in Spotify, but that Spotify had apparently determined I probably would like based on the other shit that I put in Spotify. So I was like, okay. And I started listening to that little playlist and what it does i don't know how it's generated i assume it's sort of like um uh i was trying to think of last fm or, or pandora where you kind of feed it I, I assume it's looking at your music library maybe even taking into account like the number of times you played certain songs matching that up with people that have similar libraries and then kind of filling in the blanks with these songs apparently it just kind of rotates like 20 songs every monday um Launch used to be really good at figuring out stuff like that. And I don't know how it would know. Launch? Launch used to be Yahoo Yahoo Music used to be Launch. And then they got bought out by something else and now it's gone completely. Um, But I could could pretty much put in anything. And if I started rating the songs, it would... I mean, it may take like weeks to get to it, but it would eventually get back... And start playing Bare Naked Ladies and Presidents of the United States of America. And I could, I was like, how the fuck do you know that? When you didn't I rate start, a single song by either band. So, right. Sometimes I would start off, I tried once, I started off on like Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. And I was like, let's see you do it this time, bitch. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like three days later, it played something that wasn't classical. And I was like, are you testing me? <laughs> Are you trying to expand but I found my Pan- horizons? Pandora does that too. So Pandora, we have uh, we have a classical channel that we play when the kids are going to sleep, and it would it started off it played classical and then like it it stuck in a uh, Lindsey Sterling song. And I was like, all right, we like the Lindsey Sterling song. That's good. You can always tell when it's like an inter- when it's like a gateway song too because you click up on it and it's like, oh well. So then it started having like the, I got the, all kinds of shit. The you Dallas, like. the Dallas string quartet playing like rock and roll music, mm-hmm. acapella people doing and then songs. and then all of a sudden it started like inching itself into normal songs. And I'm like, no. Every time a real song would come on, I'm like, no. If there's lyrics in this song, absolutely not. Get the fuck out of here. No, no song, no, no lyrics. No, no lyrics. I said no, no lyrics. You and get then, out of here, Michael Jackson. I like you. And so then it's not right now. So then it, it backed off from that. So then it's like, okay, 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 look. Okay, we'll all take right, out, right. we will, we'll just do, we'll stop with the Lindsey Sterling and, or we'll keep going with Lindsey Sterling. We'll stop there. 
we we'll we'll throw in some of the some of the real songs from from the classical genre every once in a while, and we're gonna play Skyrim at least twice an hour. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not gonna rate anything else, and I haven't, and it stayed right where it's at. I didn't realize that there was video game music in. Yeah, they play they play the theme song all all the songs from the Skyrim album. They play like mm. a lot. I like the uh, Oblivion album. There's some good songs. They, uh, yeah, I like the Oblivion album too. I put some of their uh, Elder Scrolls. Uh, I put some of the that music. Oh, into, is that, he, I, oh okay. he's, he's he's got his uh, finger on the mute okay. button. He's addicted I'm, to the mute button. Coughing. My... No, I get it, but I think you're addicted, Matt. I don't think you can stop. I can give. It no, see, it's causing trouble, man. man. Anytime I want to quit. That reminds me of a great story on Sider. I saw on Reddit just uh, recently. It's actually a popular today I learned. Link and there's this today. I learned I've got ADD because I can't stay on topic with anything during this podcast. Uh, I'd moved on. Um, did you want to hear more about the universe simulator? <laughs> Since when does our podcast have a topic? Anyway, so there's this mathematician who was apparently really good at math, and uh, I would hope so. He <laughs> otherwise he would not be a mathematician. Well, he was like well, a, be a second, he was second grader mathematician. No, this guy was really good at the maths, and uh, he was also really good at the maths because he took uh, amphetamines all the time. So a friend of his, was or did like, he take amphetamines? It may have been those amphetamines. Sure Whatever. <laughs> so a friend of his was, he was like, a math head. "You're addicted to these." You should stop. I bet you couldn't go 30 days without it. So then he went 30 days without any amphetamines just to prove that he could. And at the end, he said, you've set math back. You've set math back about 30 days. And he immediately started taking amphetamines again and started doing our math. And apparently this guy was a fucking badass. So people kind of like the story because they think like, yeah, they probably, he probably did. He was Sheldon Cooper. It's also a story about how many, and then a bunch (laughs) of people in the comments were like, you have no idea how many successful people were like, Doping, doping in some way or another. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's why they ban it in sports. Yes. You yeah. just set football back, America. By... <laughs> but Adderall is like really good for focusing you. Yeah. And keeping you awake. So they did have to ban it from esports. Um, where do you get that at? <laughs> I yawned right after you said and keeping you awake. Oh, okay. Where do you buy that? Yeah. Okay, last uh, the only thing I got is I cannot imagine what it must be like to first experience and realize the onset of Alzheimer's. Oh my god. I I have Alz- that feeling Alzheimer's. all the time. Well, on the bright side, if you do ever if it does ever happen to you, you won't remember it. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure you do the first little You'll bit. You constantly a, be living a life of wondering why all your friends and loved that? ones look at you in a really sad and annoyed a, way and, all the time. And who those people are. Yes. It's a series. You realize you don't care what these and strangers why, think about and, your face. And why, oh my god, my mother! And why the sink doesn't flush the way? I'm trying to remember <laughs> the. Uh, where there's there's teeth. a there's a movie that come out like within the past year or two, I believe, with Julianne Moore in it. Yes, and she has Alzheimer's. She's uh like an accomplished. She's a well teacher. She's a professor. That sounds like a horror movie or something. Is that like a horror that. movie? No, it's, it sounds like a horror story. But yeah, and it sounds really it's fucking just sad. I don't like own, those stories. The onset of it and her trying to come to terms with it, something like that. And like, I always I think, felt, isn't, isn't it her mom? I thought that no, it's one? her. I There's mean, she has it. She's like teaching during, and she's trying to recall something. It's flowers and, for Algernon. <laughs> that's also a really sad book. <laughs> it's a sad book. But uh, yeah, 
I thought a really sad book when we had to read it during junior high or high school was Charlie. Which one I don't that? think the name of it was Charlie, but the name of the book. I mean, the that would be Flowers for Algernon. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the name of the m- movie's Charlie. Movie is Charlie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. That is correct. Um, I thought that movie was Awaken. No. Or Awakenings with Robin Williams. Robert De Niro and Robin Williams. Um, also a sad movie and pretty much the same. So the reason I was thinking it was a true story, some lady, like, just wrote a book or something i thought they were making a movie out of it uh the contessa despair was talking about it on the morbid fact like two weeks ago about the book just alzheimer's alzheimer's yeah all is it alzheimer's alzheimer's yeah alzheimer's alzheimer's alz yeah but it's just hard for me to pronounce it huh it's german right mm-hmm. it's alzheimer's it's all because Alzheimer's. of the Nazi experimenting during World War Two. Yep. We didn't have it before then. The root of all issues. Find me a case of it before then. I dare you. You won't remember. They will. I'm sure there I are cases recall, of it. Like, History has forgotten Alzheimer's. <laughs> it's just, before it's the... probably just called like senile dementia or something because they didn't know what to call it. Yeah. Exactly. It didn't exist before Nazi Germany. So, so help me, help me realize no, I don't what exactly, what happened to cause the Berlin Wall to go up? What exact was did, was it the aftermath of World War Two? Yeah, the Soviets. Yeah, the like Sovi- they got their side. They yeah, got their the piece. Soviets got half of Berlin, and then everybody and then, else got the other half. And they were like, "All right, this is our half, and we're communists. Back the fuck off." So we're gonna put a wall up. Okay, because communists. And so it don't stayed up. Uh, from forties to the eighties. Yeah, that's why China has a great wall. Yeah, exactly. because they're a communist country. Yeah, and them damn capitalist Mongolians. Yeah, and that's to... why North and South Korea has a wall. Yeah. Do we? Um. Well, I, 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 I'm assuming. Wall in case anybody at home was like, "That's where that came from." <laughs> no, that's not where that came. Do from. Do we know exactly the length of time it took them to build the Great Wall of China? Yes. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't currently know. do do you the two people in the room that oh, know no, better history no, than I do. No, 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 no. Okay, no. at least over a hundred years, maybe perhaps. Oh, I don't know. I I don't know. About if that. only there were a small device that I could type that question. Into. I mean, I will say that those old projects definitely took a lot longer than I <laughs> usually thought they did. Yeah, I'm. A, it, and do we have any accurate information about pyramids? pyramids? Uh, that would be a Jeremy uh, question. Make the pyramids? Yeah, a time frame. Like, were they built within the... T- with- it was... The person that was to be buried in it yeah. is the one that commissioned its building, so... But did well, they I've live to see it built? Yes. Or- I think I've got the minimum. It was like Rome 20... wasn't built in a day. Oh, okay. It like 20... No, it was more than a day. All right. Probably. Well, that's just Rome, though. Oh, that's true. That's all of Rome. Yeah. Damn it. It really could have been a couple There's not a... There's not a... <laughs> there's not a... The Egyptian pyramids weren't built in an hour. <laughs> in 30 minutes. Come on. <laughs> this isn't a fucking movie, all right? I mean, yeah. like they didn't just—we like, don't have the aliens left. Okay, they told but, us how to build the pyramids, but they didn't stick around okay. and move the blocks for us. So I'm googling how long did it take, and so Google gives me suggestions based on what everybody else has. A hundred to a thousand years. Well, no, I mean search suggestions. No, yeah, he's going with search if, suggestions. Like, oh, how long okay. did it take? And blank. So the top three. Uh, number one was how long did it take to make the Lego movie. Number two was, how long did it take to make the movie Boyhood? Which is something I haven't seen, but the answer to that question is 12 years. Yes. 
They film that but movie it's fake people, years. right? No, it's real people. I thought like Ethan Hawke was in this. Well, and I shit. mean, yeah, like, like the like, mom and dad and all that. I mean, yeah. they're, they're all they're all actors. Yeah, but they they just come back and they reconvene to film more in the movie over the twelve year period. And then the third one is how long did it take for Noah to build the ark? Forty days and forty nights. No, that's how long it rained. That's how that's that's Abraham Lincoln's speech. <laughs> <laughs> The no, so if I put in how long did it take to build, uh, the number one thing is how long did it take to build the Empire State Building, and number two is how long did it take to Can build. Can we get the to the great, damn answer that we the want? The Great Wall of China. Okay, oh, there we go. And the answer to that question is unknown. Uh, the total time span was many centuries. There are parts of the Great Wall with wow. different emperors had different parts built. The first parts were completed about. 200 BC and the last parts added over 200 years during the Ming Dynasty. So it was built between 1368 and 1644 in a 200-year period in between those two dates. It must have been really like to be that last emperor not one to be, like he's like, look, I remember it's been recently. Like, we're almost fucking done, man. They're like, they're like, <laughs> there are big gaping holes in it. There's like, they're like 300 yards away from the sea, and the guy's like, fuck eh. it. It's like, man, no one's going to come way down here. Yeah. Nobody wants this shit. He's like, nobody's going to come way down here. Like, a hundred miles that way, there's a giant hole. <laughs> They're just going to walk. Who's going to walk the whole length of this thing and find a find a spot where they I can like, cross? I like to imagine them, like, they. it takes 200 years, you know, like, big boats aren't a thing, <laughs> but... As they're putting in like the last bricks to the sea, they're like, "There, it's all walled now off." Now the you people see, from like, the north coming cross. around, on bo- <laughs> and they're like, "Ah, fuck!" <laughs> you just see a plane fly over <laughs> <laughs> and bomb them, <laughs> <laughs> and it blows up the wall. That's not cool, man. That's that cool. would actually be a what? Because it's nine eleven. Yes. And that's how oh, the plane is. ran into the wall. That great wall of Ch- look. Much as the plane <laughs> ran into the Pentagon look. on this day, fourteen years ago. Plane, airplane fuel does not burn the Great Wall of China. <laughs> oh, God. I watched some footage uh, somebody uploaded on Reddit like a week ago. They were like, hey, we, I, don't, I don't remember seeing this. Was it HD? Before. No, it was <laughs> like really good quality. Fo- it, was like, it was clearly like a guy who had a nice camera who probably you know took footage uh, mm. for, you know, professionally or something and was able to like have an easel tripod, tripod. with him. So he was he was able to, he was filming when the second plane hits, and then you know, he keeps like picking up the camera, filming as they're away from it, and then it ends with him clearly hastily turning the camera on to, to catch the first building falling from like many many blocks away. I just, saw I saw this one uh, that I'd never seen before. It was like it's probably like forty five minutes long. This guy had a camera and he was just walking around down there after the first plane hit, yeah. and he's like going into the lobby of the other one and like hanging out outside and. He just happened to like walk away when the second one hit. Otherwise, he would have been directly below huh. where all the stuff came out on the second one. So after that happened, he walked back up there, and then he just happened to not be there when the first tower fell. And I'm like, he knew that shit was going to happen. That's why he walked mm-hmm. away. Government. He was government in on it. Agent. He was in on it. You noticed the whole time he was shooting that video, you didn't see his face. You didn't. You nope. didn't see his face once. Nope. Even he, he. Sometimes he would even. If I was a terrorist, I wouldn't show my face either. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes That's he would even like, do. sometimes he would even point the camera toward a window, but it was dusty. So there was no reflection. Mm-hmm. That was planned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They planned on there being dust. He was mm-hmm. like, Oh, I don't care about people seeing my reflection. There was dust there. Yeah. It was for sure. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. Matt, I think you said that was the only thing you had. That's the only thing I got. 
All right, so we did get an email in. Uh, comes in from letter. Comes in from Edward. Says football. Hey guys, as talked about during the draft, we would like our thirty minutes of football talk. Maybe talk about how the drafts went, both paid and free. Uh, okay. So we're we're pretty much done with the podcast. Wait, wait. Just fucking hate fantasy football. Yeah, that'd probably be. Yeah, 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 we're good. All right, I'm gonna go. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you play in one of those leagues? Of course. Yeah, I did see you say that like you had all your your list together or whatever. I did. You did the research. So, well, every year I go to Walter Football and look at at he's got them laid out. Apparently, they just go and do a whole bunch of drafts, and they pick this is the order that the people put them in. And then he also, you can see stats on every person that somebody has like typed in hmm. manually. Um, Walter Football. I, you can tell it's not official because um, he called Frank Gore decrepit and whatever the new guy that's on the team is. He's like, with the decrepit Frank Gore on this team still, I don't think we'll have to worry about him not getting any touches on the football this year. <laughs> and uh so this year, like he got a, I guess he got bought by Fox or something and mm. like the website's redesigned and uh in a good way or well it's got this awesome option. So used to you had to go through the list and find like, okay, here are the PPR picks and you'd have to scroll down, here are the normal picks and and list out like the top wide receivers and all that in separate list. On this one, it's got it would let you you pick from a list at the top. You would just click it and it would change the ones below it um, for PPR normal, and then it was custom. And so for custom, you go in and you tell it like, okay, so our league's got two quarterbacks. You've got it doesn't have a place to put flex, but what you can do is set like. So I set the running backs and wide receivers to 2.33 and set the tight end to 2.33 or 1.33. And um, you go in and tell it how many or what the scoring is. So we get like 0.5 PPR um, and most of his other stuff was default was what ours was. So I went with that this time and I'm pretty sure my team is shitty. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Unless he's just incredibly right and all so this. You went like basically with his advice. But I you, went, you so once like I set it up to team. the custom thing, I was like, I'm just going to go exactly by this uh-huh. because this is like the most detailed information I've ever given a website right. about the, the fantasy league. So I'm just going to go with this because if, if he's saying this dude is number one, then right. there's got to be a reason for it. And so then I go and look at like the position rankings, and one of my starters is like 57. And I was like, what the, the fuck? Like what guy? I'd have to go look. I don't remember. But and then I've got two two rookies on my team, so I don't know. Not necessarily a bad. No, I'm not saying that's bad. It's just I don't. I don't know how they're gonna do it all. Oh, you absolutely don't. Yeah, I mean, like with fantasy. But football, according to what he said. See if we can guess yeah, which one of Jeremy's is fifty seventh. There's a ton of rookies and there's a ton of guys that you really don't know for sure what they're gonna do. Like, do Amir I still Abdullah. have the app on my phone? I do have the app on my phone. All right, so I'm gonna go with it's either a wide receiver or running back. Oh, man, it has to be. Yeah, you got a pretty good. I mean, we all have maybe same. Oh Watkins? yeah, you're definitely thinking about. So, yeah, so you got Melvin Gordon. And Amir Abdullah. Those are both rookies. Yes. 
but they're like top. That's what top he said. Back picks like Amir Abdullah. Both guys have the potential to be late round picks that end up like as running back ones, <clears throat> but they also see. have the potential to not actually. Um, right, you're, you're taking a chance. I, th- I do I think that Amir right. Abdullah is so, a good play this week. So this is an eight man league. All right. Right. So let's see if we can. I, I'm curious now. Who do you think his first pick must have been Andrew Luck? It was Andrew Luck. Yeah. Second pick, Drew Brees or Calvin yes. Johnson? No, Drew Brees. No. Can we see that? I did not pick uh, two there's quarterbacks. There's not a way to see it on the, uh, on the app. I did not pick two think. quarterbacks in a row. Oh, then it would have been. I guess it would have been Calvin Either yeah. Calvin Johnson or Jeremy Hill. Uh, it'd be Calvin Probably Johnson. Calvin Johnson. Can you see it on the website? Yes. Hmm. Anyways, um, so we did, uh, Justin, you did a, <laughs> you did a four-person draft. I did a four-person draft. Oh my uh, god. I, mean, I don't even know, like. Wait, you got like four quarterbacks? No, that's no. the funny part is there's really, it's still, uh, one, two, three. Okay, so it's, uh, one quarterback, two running back, three wide receiver, tight end flex. So basically one more wide receiver, uh, or a flex spot, depending on what Consider normal league. Uh, so in that league, I decided to go Gronk in the first round because mm-hmm. I decided with four people, I could still get tons of awesome value, but I would have far and away the best tight end. Right. You know, like Gronk is so head and shoulders. Mm-hmm. It was worth it for me to jump at that. Uh, and sure enough, I was able to actually come back and get Adrian Peterson. And then uh, I got. So where do I go to see that? On the website? Yeah. The draft <clears throat> recap, which I, I could show you where it is, but it's kind of hard to any options. Um, something like more or something like that over the far right. Man, this is good, good stuff right here. Yeah. We told them they could turn the show off. They don't have to keep listening. Yeah, but there you go. Uh, so, yeah, so my team is like ridiculously stacked. And it's, I mean, it, it was... <laughs> well, it's a four-person team. I mean, Right, like, right. Well, it's funny. It's just, it's just fun because like my wide receivers are Calvin Johnson and AJ Green and Brandon Cooks. And, you know, I've got... Lamar Miller and I'm like, I still don't believe in this Brandon Cooks guy, like to be a number one wide receiver. I wouldn't feel comfortable with him being my number yeah. one wide receiver unless the rest of my team is completely stacked. I guess, but all right, it was he did uh, pretty good last year, and they they <coughs> let go like players. We did pretty good, but I don't they, think he, I don't think he broke a thousand yards though, did he? Yeah, it was his first year last year. I don't give a shit. He's expected to explode this year, but anyway, it's just funny because this is a league where like someone dropped T.J. Yeldon. He's usually like Yeldon. a fifth or sixth round pick. Who's TJ Yeldon? He is the rookie running back for the Jaguars. Oh. Well, there you go. Yeah. The, well, yeah, but I, I mean, mean I, I, he's like a, I mean, he's a starter. Yeah. Well, I think, so I was looking at him whenever we were doing the draft and the thing was like, um, there's a flashback to Gerhardt. Oh, no, sorry. I, someone dropped Melvin Gordon. Okay. Uh, which is the San Diego. Well, still. Um, I think the thing on him was whoever they were playing only allowed like 40 rushing yards last year yeah. when they played him and uh, it said he'd, he'd be a good number three this week. So maybe they just... Yeah. Uh, so I got Andrew Luck first and then Calvin Johnson and then Jeremy Hill and then Drew Brees. Pretty good spot for Drew Brees. He's, he's, they're expecting to have kind of a down year though since they gave up Jimmy Graham. Apparently not because Brandon Cook is going to be awesome. Well... People think that Drew Brees will be okay. They also expect them to be to turn into more of a running team with Ingram. Do you think? So high. Do you think Jimmy Graham will be good this year? Like, I mean, 
Do you think they'll? I can't wait to them? find out. They they traded like a star center, and they they're paying a pretty good amount of money. So the presumption is that they didn't just trade him to not use him like right. New England or New Orleans used. Him. Yeah. So yeah, I don't remember. But I mean, do you think he'll be number two? According no. to what? So I was reading. I'm not good with remembering the people. I was looking up the the person or one of the uh, one of the wide receivers for what team did he go to? Uh, the Seahawks. It was one of the the wide receivers for the Seahawks, and they were like, "This guy would have been a great choice until Jimmy Graham was added to the team." So mm-hmm. now expect him to start vulturing his his receptions. Yeah. But the thing is, is that and I was like vulturing. If they if they brought him to the team, is he really vulturing? Right, anything? they clearly want to funnel receptions yeah. his way. They've wanted a good tight end for a while. Um, or he may just be like, "Don't give me the ball. I don't want to fucking live in Seattle." <laughs> That's one of those things where it's like, do they ask you if you want to go, and you're like, "No, nah, really, I really don't want to live there." Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to move to Seattle. But uh, it's rain, it's rainy. I would say so. My one of my guys this year is Frank Gore. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is funny because he's I've, decrepit. I've never seen. For, I've I've expected for like the last three years. I've never taken him because I just kept continued assuming he'd be on a downward trend. Been very much dogging him the past. Yeah, this is the year. Like, he's old. He's old. He's That's what I always felt like. But the funny thing is, he's this is not the that year. Old. I mean, he is he's old and running back now. But there were a few years where he was only like twenty eight or whatever, and I still yeah. thought that he was old. He just seems like an old dude. Like when you see him, he looks like he's he's worn. Well, he's had some years on at him. least. Yeah. So, but the thing is, Plus is his that his name is Frank. Frank just sounds like he's probably like forty five. Yeah. <coughs> he's on the Colts, and all I can think about is like how good Bradshaw <coughs> did mm-hmm. last year, mm-hmm. and Bradshaw's not really all that great. Hey. Bradshaw, an injury problem. Well, no doubt. I also the other thing I was thinking about he, is how good no Sean that, Marino did for the uh, Broncos like mm-hmm. two years ago. Yeah, I know Sean Marino. He was just an old Marino. running back that was able to do amazing because the like the defense spread out for Peyton, and I see the defense is spreading out for Andrew Luck, one of if not arguably the best quarterback playing right now. Yo, with a ton of great reception options. I didn't I just see like Frank Gore anybody... like. Getting big holes and getting yeah, like goal yeah, line carries. Holes, yeah. Apparently, he's really him, good. Huh? Who's behind him? Uh, Nobody? Josh Robinson, some rookie guy that's like not expensive. Where'd Trent Richardson go? Is he third Trent street? Richardson was at the uh, Raiders and he got cut last wow. week. He did not make the final roster. Man. Yes. Is he, uh, How far he's fallen? Yeah. Be in Hawaii working for Job Corps. Maui? Maybe. So we were talking during the draft. There was this. this well, you were talking during the draft. I was looking up somebody else's last name, and there were two people, and the other one was a free agent, so I clicked on him, and he he played for like three different teams for 2006, 2007, 2008, and then in 2009, he got on the Raiders, and he got a, he had eight, eight plays for 80 yards, I was like, he had 10 yards of carry, and then they kicked him off the team, but he's still listed as a free agent, and he hasn't played since 2009. And he works in Hawaii for Job Cool. Yeah, I don't know. I'm interested. Um, I'm, nobody picked up Darren McFadden. He's on the Cowboys this year. Surely he won't get hurt this close to home. <laughs> With that amazing offensive line? Yeah. But the problem is that they have no idea who they're going to use I know. in Dallas. Well, Darren McFadden. Hey, I got I got him in a couple leagues just in case 
he gets a hot hand and he st- keeps from getting injured. I was gonna say, as long as he can make it past the second game, you might be all right. Yeah, like if he's the, I, I didn't draft him well, for anything more than a hot hand that eventually breaks. I mean, how many people thought Derek uh, Murray was gonna <laughs> break Murray. down last oh year? Oh my god, so many. Everybody. That's why I didn't end up with him like anywhere. But the man had four hundred something touches last year. He had almost five hundred touches yeah. through the playoffs. It's ridiculous. And yeah. that was a guy that was considered to be injury prone previously. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just what happens sometimes. You have a guy like Stafford who got had like a freak injury two, two times years. in a year. Yeah. And the next year, people were like, I don't want to deal with that guy. He's yeah. going to get hurt. Yeah. And Madden ended up drafting him late. And yeah. That was like the first year he was really good in. And then he's really good the next year. And now he's just been kind of mediocre yeah. since then. But he hasn't gotten hurt. I didn't really, what I was going to say earlier was I didn't realize that... Uh, because I was like, oh, when you're talking about Indianapolis, I was like, oh, they lost Reggie Wayne. You know, to me, I always liked Reggie Wayne. I oh, was yeah. a Reggie Wayne fan. Uh, but I didn't realize they picked up DeAndre Hopkins, or DeAndre uh, uh, Andrew, Johnson. Andre, Andre, Johnson. Andre, Andre, Andre Johnson. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting my players for Houston mixed up there. Uh, Andre Johnson. I didn't realize they picked him up to, yep. I guess, replace that that role. Pretty much. They, they swapped out their old <clears throat> possession receiver for another... Old possession receiver <laughs> who used to be really good and may still have something in him. You know, there's big question marks about Andre Johnson this no. year because he is, he's been kind of shitty for the Texans for a while, but he's also had a really shitty quarterback for like three years. Mm-hmm. So who, who are they playing this year on quarterback? Uh, see, I know that Ryan Mallett was fighting somebody else for the job. And I, know, I don't know that's... who won. <laughs> Did you see that stat for, uh, Matt Flynn? Which or whatever, like like how much money he's been paid per snap. Oh, it's Matt, Matt, oh yeah, Matt Flynn has lived the life of not having to do anything and getting ridiculously paid. It was like fifty thousand well dollars per snap or something. Yeah. Like he's gotten so much money. Matt Flynn was the guy that was behind Aaron Rodgers for many years, mm-hmm. and then during a during their season where they were like complete, almost completely undefeated, he was playing Week Seventeen because they wanted to rest. I think Rogers. he played a couple weeks, didn't he? And like threw four or five touchdowns both games. All I remember is the one game where he threw. He's actually holds the like Packers record for most touchdowns and most yards in a game. <laughs> Cause obviously the other team didn't give a shit and he threw like six touchdowns and for like 500 yards. So then the Seahawks paid a big chunk of money to acquire him. Uh, and he lost the starting job, the starting job before the season started to Russell Wilson. And then he got traded to the Raiders, I, I believe. I don't know. I don't know. Don't ask me. And. He sucked there, and then he got, he went somewhere to the, he went back to the Packers. Yeah, he's back at the Packers now. I think he was back at the Packers before, (coughs) and then he was the backup in New England for a little while, but he wasn't even good enough to be Brady's backup, I think. Mallet was Brady's backup. Yeah, for a while. before that? No, this is after. This is like this offseason, I think. Oh, okay. But yeah, so like he's been paid a ton of. I know for he, those he was, that are thinking this, that I know all this stuff all of a sudden, <laughs> Ryan Mallett used to play for the Razorbacks, right? So they talk about him on the radio all the time. I don't actually know who any of the other people's backup quarterbacks are. Darren McFadden is the other remaining like big. Is Felix Hobbs Jones player. gone? Yes. Now Davis still backs up uh, Jamal oh, Charles. I did see him. He was actually in my top two fifty on that one, close to the bottom. Yeah, because he's he's a he's a handcuff for a top. Yeah, and he's actually pretty good. So if he gets if Jamal Charles gets hurt, he'll be pretty good. Uh, but Frank Gore, yeah, I just, I mean, I I didn't like really reach for him. I just took him as my first or second running back a whole lot. First running back, if I was going all in on a couple big receivers, I don't know why I've, I've always 
I've always avoided him. I guess because I've, I've always he, avoided I him. I think because, he's old. Yeah, I think he's old. Um, he he's he's slow and old enough to where if he breaks off one, they're gonna catch him. So you're like almost never gonna get him running all the way to the house from way out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just think he's gonna get tons of gold. How old is he now? I think he's thirty-one. Um, is there a problem, Matt? No, no, that's good. I just went to screensaver. Yeah. I also ended up with uh, Antonio Brown in quite a few leagues. Here's the tweet I was looking for. All right. Over the past three and a half years, Matt Finn has been on six NFL teams, started five games, played 498 snaps, and made $15.59 million. That's $31,305 per play. Man, nice. I could, I'll, I'll go do that. Yeah. That's a good deal. Frank Gore is 32. I think he's the the oldest running back. No, Fred Jackson's like 34 oh, okay, okay, okay. or 5. Then D'Angelo's the second oldest. Oh, okay, maybe. Yeah, because they said that last night on the game. Jonathan Stewart is not a hog, but he's from like Pine Bluff or something. I saw his name when I was or doing maybe it was my list, and it sounded familiar. <laughs> That's One racist. of those two. I'm pretty sure it's Jonathan Stewart. No, it's Panthers. Uh, <laughs> Fred Jackson Black was... Panthers. He is 34, born in February 20th. Fred Jackson, who's been on the Bills for fucking forever, <coughs> and then got cut, and the Seahawks were like, hey, you want to come be an awesome backup on an amazing team? Yes. They cut Turbin, right? Yeah. What was that guy's They name? really said? like mixed some shit up. They cut uh, Turbin and Christian Michael. Mm-hmm. Turbin went to the Browns, and Christian Michael, of course, went to the Cowboys. Who was that guy? Dude, Johnson name? may start, oh, man. You just said Arkansas. Oh, Jonathan Stewart? Yeah. Duke Johnson may play this week. Yeah, I heard about that. He may what? play. Duke Johnson, that's the guy behind uh, in the at the Browns, right? He's not behind anybody. You, I gotta take it. You have him. I got him. I'm a big. I don't know if I'm a Duke Johnson believer, but the Browns. I'm, I'm a big believer in really good O lines, yeah. especially after last year. Uh, so I like the idea of owning Duke Johnson. Those Stiller, that's Stiller's O line, man. It looked good last night. It did look good, and that was with fucking Pouncey out. Yeah. Who won that game? Patriots. Patriots. What was the score? 28, 21, 28. 28. Yeah. Yesterday on ESPN, while they were, I mean, I guess they were talking about like an hour because we were at Colton's and, and every time they would go to a commercial, ba- they were running Madden in the background playing the Patriots and the Steelers. And I think when we left, it was the end of the third quarter and the score was uh, 17 to 14 Patriots. So I was just wondering how close, actually went. How close it got to the well, Madden. I mean, the Steelers probably should, they should have won that game. I feel like they played. I don't know if they should have won it. Like I could see the Patriots if they had made it closer. I could see the Patriots stepping up a little, even more. Yeah, maybe, um, maybe they. The, the, but I, I guess I, offensively they could have won it. I think the Steelers should have won. Defensively, the Steelers sucked it up. Yeah, Balls Patriots weren't great either. The thing that I was uh, the thing that I was hearing is that the guy that was covering <clears throat> Antonio, Antonio Brown apparently <clears throat> actually looked really good. And it's something to be excited about for the Patriots. It's just that Antonio Brown's fucking amazing. <laughs> so he makes everybody look bad. Yeah. Antonio Brown's the guy I ended up with yeah. on some right, of my big teams right. this year. I'm pretty excited about that. He almost didn't get that touchdown though, right? Oh yeah, he totally. Yeah, yeah. That I mean like I was as garbage he was catching, time. As garbage he was catching, time. you know, passes like, okay, I didn't draft him, we just get touchdowns every week. That's okay. He's got fucking ten catches for over a hundred yards. I'm okay with that in PPR. And then he caught a little touchdown with seven seconds to go, and I'm like, yeah, that's my first round pick. (laughs) 
He's had he's had either fifty yards, five catches for fifty yards, or a touchdown in I think thirty nine straight games. Mark it right now. Le'Veon Bell misses two games and still has a better season than Antonio Brown. I almost oh. he was available whenever it rolled around to me. I think I would definitely make that bet. I almost picked him, and then there's no way he was because I got a weird feeling that either he's going to have a random there, injury. Wait. In the first round, yeah, maybe. Sorry. Or they're going to be like, you know that Dan Joe Williams? Well, he was. Oh, yeah, he'll probably. Let's spell I got to. He'll vulture some shit. I almost guarantee that. I think so. That. I think they'll spell. I think they'll spell <laughs> Le'Veon. I mean. Yeah. I think yeah. last year, the only reason they used Le'Veon as much is because their other running backs were like. Blunt just, was good. He was decent. Well, I think they, they released Blunt before. They released him like mid-season. Yeah. yeah. But everybody else was just like. If, Ugh. <laughs> so. Le'Veon, are you still good? Yeah, I'm still good. All right, here you go. Levian went seventh. I was fifth. If whoever picked before me hadn't picked Aaron Rodgers, I probably wouldn't have picked a quarterback off the bat. But I was afraid that that was going to kick off the everybody grabbing their first quarterback, and I didn't want to wait ten more rounds. I remember now. Yeah, you got the best one. I wanted Levian so bad, some fucker took him right for me. Oh, yeah. In that eight man league, or uh, yeah, because he just said he went seventh, and I was like, "Oh my god, is he gonna drop all the way down?" (laughs) He totally could. It's stupid fucking PC gamer league we were in, where you got Le'Veon Bell back to back with Antonio Brown. Brown. That was ten people. Yeah, and you were at the end. At the end, god damn. But that's the that's the same league where I took Devon that that where uh, Jordy Nelson was announced out that day, and I got Devontae Adams in the last round. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty stacked remember. in that league. But yeah, he was. Uh, so Walter Football had him at the top of the list. Oh, I took it. Yeah, and I I would have picked him if whoever picked before me hadn't grabbed a quarterback. I was like, if I don't grab this right now, I'm gonna end up with something I really don't want. I ended up waiting quite a few rounds in that league and just testing and testing. And I'm not saying like I have any star quarterbacks or anything. I'm happy with Sam Bradford. Yeah, Cam I filled Newton, up so well. I, I, felt, I actually basically maybe copied. Sam Bradford will have a, have an actual full year. <laughs> That's what I'm counting on. Goodness. I'm I'm totally betting the farm on I it. I wish I had a dollar for every year. Sports analysts were like, you know what? That Sam Bradford. This is going to be his year. <laughs> he Past three damn years, they've said. So my uh, the thing had Cam Newton at 38. And he sat there for a overall, long, yeah, yeah. That's way too high. He, was, he, he uh, started the season that high, but after his top receiver got put out for the season, by the time we were down to the seventies, I was like, I should just go ahead and grab. I mean, we're way. He went eighty seventh, mm. but yeah, Walter Football had him listed for our team at thirty eight, or for our league. At it's but then the I was, rushing yards, probably if anything. Yeah, yeah. I read his thing, and it said that he had. Uh, in the last preseason game, he had, his throwing wasn't that great, but he had rushed a couple of times. Yeah. And I was he like, should be good. For I was like, like, he's he's never going to be as awesome as he was the year that I won the fantasy football league because I grabbed him in, after week one. Yeah, yeah, he had, that was like God. the most explosive. Well, he had like twelve rushing touchdowns or some shit. It was ridiculous. It was crazy. Yeah, and Steve Smith went the fuck off that year. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, so are we excited? Fuck yeah, man. I'm excited to see what these rookies are going to do because yeah. there's like, I mean, they've kind of got them both sitting, hovering at like, they're going to get 10 points this week. Right. And I'm like, ah, I don't think it'd be awesome. They might not even play. I don't yeah. know. It's kind of exciting. Um, now, So you're in five leagues, right? Eight. 
What the fuck? Jesus Christ. So what I realized ha- happens every year, because I always wonder, like, how you do like I end up... You like the drafting, don't you? How do I end up... I like the drafting. Yeah. So what the thing is, do you do mock drafts? After I look... Well, there's no satisfaction. There's yeah, no keep your Yeah, because um, what if you get that perfect mock draft, and you're like, well, this is fucking pointless. So I do so much research that, like, after my drafts are done, I'm like, I don't want that... I don't want I that want, feeling to end. And plus, like, when you play the Yahoo Free Leagues, mm-hmm. you can usually make a really stacked fucking team. Oh, yeah. Uh, plus, I had won one of the Yahoo Free Leagues last year, so I was able to enter a Winners oh, League this winners year. Winners League. So I had I to didn't play even that. check to see if I could enter a Winners League. Uh, if it's not too late. Fucking just keep on joining until like week four, I think. Oh, I can't get into my account. I can't. I won one of those one yeah. year. Yeah, I hate I that, man. I hate you can't get in that because I, I wanted to keep your tradition alive last year. Yeah, I had played fantasy football on that every year since 1998. Damn. Wow. I had one. You were there then the during the ridiculous Marshall Falk years. Yeah, good old Marshall Falk. God damn that Trey fucking Mason offense. and uh, Holt, Tory Holt, I think is one of the wide receivers. Isaac Bruce, Kurt Warner, great show on turf. I so think that's back when the uh, Rams actually had a good team. Oh my god, back they they set they have they hold records mm-hmm. for like bet offensive stats mm-hmm. through those years. Yep. I was I read about that like, recently. Uh, Marshall like... Falk was Marshall Falk. I thought Ladanian Tomlinson had a legendary run, and he'd had a legendary run. But like Marshall Falk was, he was like well over two thousand yards for like three years straight or something like that. Ridiculous! Yeah, it, was, it was ridiculous. It's pretty good football back then. You just people people were commenting on it because it was on like Reddit fantasy. Yeah, basically what they you were would... like, you got first pick and you took Marshall Falk and you won your league. <laughs> well, what it was was like in the first round. You would take like Falk, Isaac Bruce, and somebody would probably end up taking Kurt Warner as well. So three three St. Louis players. He was he was the top receiver for St. Louis, Uh, but all all the wide receivers there were really good. They were really that's yeah that's what I was reading. Like you just don't have that anymore. Most teams have like a really good tight end, and maybe they also have a really good running back, and that's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Or they have a really good quarterback and like a pretty good receiver and a couple other guys, and that's also pretty good too. Yeah. Uh, but you don't have like. Well, I think I think Julio Jones. I think Denver's that way. I think everybody thought that last year, and I I just keep thinking it. (sighs) I think it's the best example. Yeah. I mean, they cycle through their running backs, but the running backs that, but the running backs weren't just like. I mean, you didn't have like an Adrian Peterson on that team. CJ Anderson did well, didn't he? Do like he did well, well but year? because you know <clears throat> Peyton Manning was able to spread the defenses out, oh, yeah. and also Peyton Manning last year. I think you're thinking no, you're thinking of 2013 when you could draft a team of Denver offense and win your fucking league. Uh, Josh Augustine did, hmm. yeah, okay. more or less. Okay, I thought it was last year. Last year was last year was the year. You sure, that, it wasn't last year. I guarantee it wasn't last year because last year was the year that Peyton Manning had a really shitty last month of fantasy, and you were better off playing like almost. Well, yeah, but I mean, up, up no, the year you're there. talking about is the year he threw 20, 52 fucking touchdowns. Okay, he was good all the way through. I mean, he still threw thirty nine last year. Yeah, he threw a lot. But I mean, it wasn't it wasn't last year. It was when okay. Wes Walker was on there. Okay, all right. I'm pretty sure my first fantasy football quarterback was Dan Marino. Probably, yeah. That just makes it sound a lot longer ago than saying that it was in 1998. My first was Brett Favre. <laughs> Brett, Brett, I think Brett Favre... Maybe he was on, like, the Vikings or something? Yeah. I think Brett Favre still plays, like, somewhere. He does, out there in the backyard in the Wrangler commercials. Yeah. No, no, no. no he's on an NFL team somewhere. <laughs> he might as well, right? Is that, like, third string? 
That's one of just those for, things you just sure. feel like you look at some of the teams and you're like, surely he's better than that guy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like Luke McCown. Look, just somewhere. sit there, ice in your knees. Right. I mean, you come in. It can't hurt that bad. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you're, I mean, all you have to do is stand there and throw. Yeah. That's the thing I don't understand about Carson Palmer. Like, he's been a rejected quarterback. It's weird to me that he's so good in Arizona, or supposedly so good. I mean, you get hurt yeah. early and then get taken out of the whole season toward mm-hmm. the end. All right. Thanks for this episode 322. Yeah. Of Outlandish Podcast. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at letter, letter at outlandishpodcast.com. Be sure to send us your movie thing that we were talking about. Earlier. Yeah, oh, yeah movie. comedy. Best comedy with a plot? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> best plot of that made you... Best, best plot in a movie that also made you laugh pretty hard. Okay. Something about Mary? Multiple times. Uh, I never saw that movie. Okay. But that doesn't uh, have like a very good plot, does no, it? No, not really. Wants to find that girl. No, <laughs> no. Uh, if you like, like, uh, follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Outlandish Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Outlandish Cast. You can follow me at Outlandish Matt. You can follow Justin at Outlandish Beach. You can follow Jeremy at Outlandish Jer. Thanks to this episode 322. And we'll catch you in 323, which will be in a couple weeks because I have work next weekend. So thanks to this episode 322. Catch you in 322. <laughs> <laughs> Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you, Outlandish. Good enough.